everybody, Jim here, and before we get into tonight's episode, let me once again thank the Second Print Comics Podcast for being the official sponsor of this episode, and let me tell you a little bit about them. It's a podcast run by my men, Mark and Remzo. It comes out every Wednesday, and right now, you should, whatever you're listening to this podcast on, whatever podcast player, fancy things that you have, go to the search and put in Second Print Comics Podcast and it will pop up and subscribe to it. That's easy as that. You can thank me later. Let me also tell you, you can go over to Twitter and Instagram at Second Print Pod. Also go to their website, secondprintcomics.com, and then go to their Patreon, patreon.com slash secondprintpod. I am a fan of their podcast, have been listening to it since episode one. I am also a subscriber to their Patreon, which is awesome. Now, since the last episode that I told you that they had put up a Zack Snyder's Just League movie review, they have talked about Green Lantern Earth 1 Volume 1, which definitely would be something that people listening to this would be interested in, and also Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe, which, even if you don't know what that is, if, if it sounded like I just said something that activated sleeper agents throughout the world, it is a episode that if you go and listen to it, you'll find out the secret ingredient of the Second Print Comics podcast. It's the host. It is Mark and Remzo, who are hilarious. They have great chemistry. And it's one of those things. It's like the, the 15th urban spice that a lot of podcasts try to get, but it's something that you just have it or you don't. And they have it. They have it in spades. And it's the reason why I listen. Their podcast comes out every Wednesday. You would think that since I end up doing, and I don't know if you know this, a lot of podcasts about comics, you know, also, but yet it doesn't stop me from wanting to listen to them. Somebody who uh, you would think he's not going to ever listen to any comic things. He's going to try to sleep at some point. No, no, no. I like to listen to Mark and Remzo because of Mark and Remzo. The icing on the cake is what they're talking about, which they do in a way that is educated and entertaining. I like to call that enter-edument, I think is what they call it, right? And and they have it. I mean, that's the, the best thing I could say about them is they have it. What it is, I can't figure it out, but they have. So go and listen to them again. Go to Second Print Pod on Twitter and Instagram patreon.com slash second print pod on patreon and their website secondprintcomics.com but first do the first step and subscribe to second print comics podcast on whatever podcast player that you're listening to again you can thank me later also tell remzo that ultimate spider-man is pretty much the worst show that you could ever ever have watched i agree with him a hundred percent but thanks again guys and we're gonna go off to the show Right now. You can do it what you do. Just call the Get Fresh Crew. You review the books, get shaved and dirty looks. Now that wrong town just say poo poo. Poo poo. 
Ladies and gentlemen, children of hopefully an appropriate age, welcome back to the show that breaks down, cracks up, skews, and reviews each week's DC Comics. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Moore. And this is the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, episode number 354. 354, and we didn't take last week off. If you thought that we did because we didn't have a regular show, that's because it was a Patreon exclusive, Eric. It was on the Patreon, just to throw it out right there. And if you wanted to go listen to that, go over to patreon.com slash weirdscience. But we're back here on the regular feed with a lot of great books. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to get my fingers in the cookie jar here with all these there books. How about you, Eric? You, you ready? You ready? I like the books enough. I think that this is a down week. Uh, a lot of books that I don't know that I don't ever hear people saying already like suicide squad is my favorite book or say the crime syndicate i think that me and you are the only ones who like that book but we end up having batman which usually does hit it's usually one of the better books or at least bigger books i think that we'll see we'll see how that goes but we get i'm sitting here i'm thinking about stuff i think suicide squad is one of my favorite books right now yeah uh, most people though are uh, furious with connor being on the team not being explained as well but it just ends up where i hear people talking about all the books hitting and nobody's mentioning much of this week's stuff. Now, Green Lantern being a new book, and we get that number one. We'll see if that joins in. It seems like a lot of our so. fellow reviewers, Eric, love it a little more than I do. Um, but we're going to be getting into that. And with that, that if you went said over like every book. It is true. That is true. I ended up talking to people about that this week. And if you want to hear even more say the swamp thing eric you know everybody's talking about that as well as the man bat i mean this week just nobody's feels talking about the like, man bat it just feels weird like i would have shuffled some other books in with this maybe put man bat like five years ago when it should have come out originally right then but uh yeah we're, we're gonna try to remain positive or at least have that's fun the thing with is, i don't know because you add green lantern to this and this is would be the first week of the when we came back for the infinite frontier after future stuff like that and for that first week when these new number ones are coming out like suicide squad crime syndicate and even batman coming back it seemed like a big week last month yeah but right now it's now we got all the rest of them and i'm more interested in a bunch of other things than than these and i don't know i'm just saying of really talk and even with the slack chat I mean, it was pretty dead talking about actual books, except people mad at Connor. I I just wish that they kind of shuffled these around a little bit more. And even with like a crime syndicate and a suicide squad, they kind of seem like eh, they're like the side books going on with that. That's just me, though. Uh, But I'll try to pet myself up by the time we get to that. But also, if you are interested in talking to us and telling me, but this, Jim, this is my favorite week. Of the whole deal. I again, we talked about it before about the diminishing returns that we got from that excitement, and it always does happen when you yeah. come back from something and then you kind of settle in. So I hope that once we get back to the next round of stuff, you know, I'll be pepped up again and everything will be great. When we get a couple books under our belt for each, I think we'll have our twenty-five dollar do or die pull list. We just have to wait. It's kind of silly to do. People were asking me again all this week. Are you and Eric going to do it this week? I we can't really do it yet. That's with the thing just is, we only book. have Green Lantern come out right away. We don't even know what they're going to focus on going yeah. forward after this issue number one. And we're still waiting for that Robin to come out. Yeah, yeah. Ho- hopefully, they're they're going to focus on some excitement. Right <laughs> I'm watching that, and I'm the like, Guardian is it, dead, Jim. I'm watching it, though, and I'm like, is this kind of like that you know embargo-type deal that we had at the beginning of Phantom Menace? I mean, this isn't what I want for my space cops, but we'll see. Uh, and with that, though, go over to Twitter at 
Weird Science DC. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go to our website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, where we have reviews and previews for all of the books. And like I said, go to the Patreon, Patreon.com slash Weird Science. And this week, the bad asses that get fresh croup, beep, beep, boop, boop. they ended up picking the Man Bat number three and Swamp Thing number two for the spotlight. So if you want to go and listen to that, as well as last week's full show, Go over to the Patreon and do that. But with that, Eric, we're going to give a little shout out here. Shout out. Uh, uh. Is that what you say when you shout out? Did you just hurt your back? No, I just went to the bathroom. <laughs> I had to go oh. all this time. So I did that. This is the badass roll call. These are the badasses, Eric. If anybody wants to blame any sort of book picks, you can get a hold of all these guys and gals. We and have. I will. Josh Murray from a Not A Robot Podcast. Ted Probst, Lawrence Lee, Forrest Pauly, Optimus Prime. Cam, Joseph Lutzik, Matt Razor, D-Men 3000, All New Date, Lady Abby, Cisco, Matches Balone, Niels Teewark, David Fink, Joey Bear Casco, Stephen Baum, he plays hockey there, Tony Walton, oh. Jason Colby, Super to you, Michael G, Ken Halleck, Comic Boom, Rocky, over there, check out his YouTube channel, Cellar Dweller, don't check huh? that guy out, you get hepatitis. Mark, Mark Jager, Eric G, Aldrin Stoja, Nick Adams, Bill Bear from the Bat Pod, Ruben, Carlos, Lone Wolf Marv, D-Ron. Eric, D-Ron's back. Welcome back, right. D-Ron. T-Funk, Luke Hollywood, Simon, Luis, Manship. Manship sent me another message like, F you, you jerks. I don't know. Andrew and no, Belfast, <laughs> Swanee, Anthony G, Josh Vermeulen, don't need him. My man Pete from NYC, Sailor Moon, Mark. Our man Rob Lewis, Brandy Murray up there in Buffalo. I don't know what that guy's up to. And double A Ron. Where is A A Ron right now? Boom and all time great Red G. Uh, so and there an you extra go. special shout out to Rob Lewis this week because yesterday was his birthday. Was it his birthday? He didn't yes, even it was. tell me that. Maybe he did, and I could say <laughs> happy birthday, Rob. Rob is uh, a great guy, Eric, who's celebrating sure a birthday. That's what I yesterday. say about him yesterday. Yeah, I didn't even know it was his birthday. That stinks. I get upset about that. Now I think that he's like mad at me. He's probably like, what a jerk. What a jerk. Doesn't <laughs> hey, even wish me. I gave him an extra special shout out. Happy birthday. You did give him. I told you to do that beforehand because <laughs> I, I didn't want to, you know, Obviously. make myself the hero of all heroes. So I wanted you to do <laughs> it, right? And with all of that going on, Eric, you're excited about these books. I know you're more excited about WrestleMania this weekend. I sure am. I'm going to be watching. I am not well. excited about the two night event, though. I'm not yeah. done with two nights because I, you know it's a whole weekend. You I need got to shit get to the do. hype, right? Yeah, but also you get hyped, and then you get that first night done. But they're going to save a lot for the second. But yet you're going to like, eh, and that again. It's never as exciting. It's almost like it's I like said. you know the, the epic fight between Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman Damn because right. Shane keeps calling him a dummy. I'm like, I don't need that match. Get out of here. You don't need dummy for <laughs> dummy versus Shane. Brains versus Braun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that what they're saying? That's, That's what they're doing. Yeah, that, yeah. And they're they're spelling it like Braun. His name. I hope. Oh my <laughs> yes, god! Yes. They cracked the code. <laughs> they did it. They did I'm it. I'm telling you, this whole story was at one point. It's like I think you're a dummy, Braun, and then Shane hits him with a camera and pulls out two buckets of freaking nickelodeon slime and puts oh it on God, him like what the fuck am i watching holy shit did, what, did he fail the physical challenge what the hell went on what next day, Mark they Summers, up, get out here they're like uh, what are you gonna do legends of the hidden temple next I wish. What? Uh, yeah me and my kids are going to watch i expect them to bail from it quickly 
Uh, but we are going to watch. Come on, the main event, though. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre. I can't wait to see that. And Bobby Lashley better keep that belt. And, and Drew McIntyre better not rip his pants because at one point he did that and got in a lot of trouble, Eric. I don't know how you can get in trouble for ripping your pants by getting hit on the announcer's table, but he did. He it got happens. a lot of shit, they said. Don't show uh, your balls. Yeah, that's true. It was more his ass cheeks, it seemed. But, you know, that's how things roll. But that's that. We're going to go off now to the books. Jim rings the bell. This means Shay's reviews are going well. Jim rings the bell. Jim rings the bell. Eric Shay's reviews are all the bomb. Eric's the bomb. And if Shay's recaps are read without a single misstep, ring the bell. Ah, yes, we'll see if I will be ringing that bell, Eric, uh, because this could be the theme for the whole night. You have all of the blurbs tonight. Yes, and we're going to be starting with the big book, obviously, if Batman comes out, whether in the Batman Green or the Detective Comics uh, guys or Green Lantern number one. It probably is the bigger of the books coming out this week. We'll see if we like it when we do get to that. But if you want to read the reviews that we have on our website of all of these, again, go to weirdsciencedccomics.com. And, yeah, we have these books coming up. And, Eric, listen here. That, that's it. What are you converting to, Eric? Is that Shut what you're your mouth. You're converting? That, that's the converters? Is that the new line of Transformers well, things? The whole thing, though, where they put out that, you know, automated Optimus Prime that transforms itself, all the voice commands it does, and the Hasbro has, you know, Jay and Silent Bob, Kevin Smith and Jay Muse come out and be the spokesperson for this thing, and like, hey, Optimus Prime, convert. I'm like, why do you convert. guys keep saying convert? These are Transformers. Are you assholes? What are we doing right now? Oh my god, that is the converting And then sound. also, it's, it's an Optimus Prime that's $700. You get so and just, triggered by think, Kevin though, Smith. That sound, that sound that you just played, imagine hearing that seven times in a row as this thing transforms. <laughs> I'm already sick of it now, and I'm sure everybody is. But $700 better, to be annoyed. What happened if you found out that they ended up going back into our archives and used my transforming sound, the sound that people ended up emailing us, never <laughs> wanting to hear again? <laughs> Uh, you end up, though, is I laugh. The only reason I, I ended up putting that there is to drive you nuts. But also the idea that Kevin Smith was like your favorite thing. And now later in life, well just, because, just because he likes the things that you like and probably is a bigger fan than you, you How end up you? getting so mad. It, it is one of those things like I think that at one point. You wanted to be like Kevin Smith. Now you just want to be like, you're mad because you think he's trying to be you. It was part of my mind. It's like, they, they're there because Kevin Smith had somebody talk about Transformers and Clerks 2 for a little while. It's like, he's a gigantic fan. We need to bring him in. Just when he stands, it's like, hey, kids, remember when you used to have to convert your Transformers with your hands? Convert. No, I remember transforming them with my hands. Maybe it was one of those things where, like, when they wrote the script out for him, because I don't think that that's off the cuff. Even when we're doing reviews, like you don't want to say the same thing over and over. But that's not like, hey, look at this transformer. It transforms. And like, oh, we can't put that because that's like redundant. No, 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 it isn't. That's what it does. You, you want to hear that word over that. and over again. Make it stay of a zeitgeist. Put it in people's minds. There, Eric. $700. There you go. I just love, like, I'm going to buy two. I'm like, you guys are assholes. I love the idea. You're like, man, that Kevin Smith is so cool. I'd like to hang with them. Then later, it's like, 
Hey everybody, this is my Kevin Smith. Hey everybody, I like the He-Man. She's like, you son of a bitch. Since you didn't when? like him. When did you like these? I've never heard you talk. You get so angry. I want him to come out. Man, I've been reading comics most of my life. Oh my god, there he is. I, well, I would I, love. I think it actually started during Fat Man on Batman, the first iteration of it, when you know Kevin Smith, you know, is known as a gigantic comic books fan. He's talking to these comic creators doing and he knows absolutely nothing no, about this thing except for like yeah, the that Dark Knight Returns. I mean legitimately a bunch of things that ended up making us, you know, start a site and a website or a site and a podcast. I meant he is one of those because you're like, if he could talk about things he doesn't know about, why well, can't we let's go. Uh, but it's a, it's still big. The problem is, is that who at Hasbro thinks that Jay and Silent Bob are anything to be pushing anything nowadays? I mean, seriously, I mean, that's, that's a deep cut anymore. I, I see people who don't remember, you know, the Ice Bucket Challenge, Eric, you know, let the alone the Jay and Silent Bob. That's what I'm Jim, talking you gotta about. you got to keep it topical. Obviously, the dress was white and gold and not blue and freaking black. That is true. Topical. You don't, you don't see me now. I'm dabbing. <laughs> I'm getting knocked over my I think Optimus my, Prime my has thing. a dab freaking a voice command. Does he? Hey, yeah. dab. It's <laughs> someone that knocks him out. Yeah, I, I've been called Dab Dad around uh, the house because I, I do stuff that is, you know, out of date is what they say. I'm like old milk around here to my kids. They're like, Maybe, you know, you could do some change things up a little bit. Maybe you can be called a good dad. Maybe, yeah, but that that might take. What, what does that mean? I have to be autistic? Uh, is that like the good doctor or something? No, you it just are, means being a father. You are my kids. That's all I say. I'm very robotic, Eric, as, as I uh, do my fatherly advice. Um, my fatherly advice is pretty much don't get in trouble. They they never follow it. <laughs> they never do. Uh, Rafe ended up finding he got his first paycheck. That that's the speed bump into the. You know, the driving to a career for him, because usually when he gets that money in his pocket, he ain't showing up ever again. Like, he's like, I'm rich, bitch. He's got 80 bucks. I'm good bucks. for a little while. I quit. 80 bucks. He's like, I don't have to work for 10 years now. Uh, he went and spent it all on hot wings today, it seemed, but, and got some good headphones. Yeah, well, I, I told him. I actually told him and Tanya that the first check you get, you know, you, you want to splurge and have some fun with it. You know, get a little bit of that. You know, this is why I want to work, have fun. The problem is, is this is the like the first check, but he's had like seven jobs, Eric. He just never has shown up for any of them. So I said, I don't know if that works quite the way it should, but eh, we'll see. He got hot wings. He got me some. I ate hot wings while drinking coffee, getting ready for this podcast. It didn't work out right. It, it really didn't. And I have really, really bad like taste. I don't know what I was going for there. That's what the thing is. I don't, you know, Winnie Yolo. Jimmy, as they call me. I end up, you know, dab dad. I end up doing that. But we're here uh, to dab on these books, Eric. Does that make sense? I think Maybe. It I'm does. not doing that, though. And you are going to be doing both of these blurbs. But with this, the first book, obviously, is Batman. And coming out of the Tom King run back in the day, one of the biggest things was you don't have a lot of characters. You're very insular in Bane, Batman, Catwoman. We didn't get a real big, you know, cast of characters. James Tynan kind of got into this. He said, well, what happened? I mean, what, what did he take during Future Look, State? he heard your complaints. He's like, I'm he not going to have this complaint against me. So he's going to throw all these new characters at you, whether they matter or not. Well, this is like, is it? Because Punchline hits, right? And then, then you end up getting Clown Hunter. Clown you Hunter, like Clown Ghost Hunter, Maker. But he's not hitting as much. Then Coffee you get Maker. Ghost Maker. And so and, <laughs> instead of that. Stabbo. Stabbo. Uh, fast Walker. That's the what I'm designer. waiting for. Yeah, you have these, and is it now he's like, ooh, these others didn't hit as much as Punchline. 
And instead of somebody saying, well, you have to develop them a little more. You have to get the something, sculptor. you know, think these out. And he's like, no, no, no. What I, He's actually doing what I did at the beginning of our podcast. He is godzilla this shit. He is throwing everything at you, seeing maybe what hits. But the problem is, does anything, because there's a lot going on here. But you give us your blurb, Bear. Batman number 107, written by James Stein in the fourth, art by Jorge Jimenez, Tome Moray, and Clayton Cows with Ricardo Lopez on the backup. Scarecrow's grip of fear on the Gotham Titans as the world discovers that the fear-obsessed fiend survived a day. And now Batman needs to discover that Jonathan Crane, or what Jonathan Crane is up to, since his motives <laughs> seem to be different than before, and hopefully this will lead him down the path to Simon Saint, so that we can make sure that the magistrate out of the, uh, get the magistrate out of the way and change the, the future. Man. Also, a Ghostmaker backup. Yeah, um, I was actually looking forward to the Ghostmaker backup. I thought that that was fun, and it, well. You're gonna have I like backups. the Ghostmaker, but I hate these backups that have nothing to I do like with the, the Ghostmaker too, with. and the Candlestickmaker, and the Cobbler. Uh, yeah, I like them enough now. I actually, I'm, I'm all in with the Ghostmaker after we saw him broing it up with the Batman. So when we get through this and there's no broing up, I thought, oh, we'll get the bro stuff, and we do a bit at the beginning, a little sexy stuff, Eric. I don't know, uh, but with that. That ended up almost being like, you know, you you eat a cake and it's got seven layers of icing already, Eric. And then all of a sudden you get, hey, we need 10 more. Like all these characters got thrown at you and that ended up getting jumbled up in my mind with what we get in the main book. But the main book obviously is what's supposed to hit. You start out with the scarecrow with this great new design you love i hate and, and the thing is it's funny too about the idea of this new design which i i loathe so much but when the idea is that the entire world or just gotham as it is knows about the scarecrow being alive because he stuck that effigy in nakano's freaking living yeah. room in the last issue so and it's they like, seem to be around too uh around town they even say which yeah, and is the fun. whole thing is like oh my god the scarecrow is back we thought he died in a day but we got this freaking effigy here so maybe he's not dead maybe he's doing stuff so everybody's gearing up for a, t- a gas attack in gotham like you know the the gas mass uh, like sales are skyrocketing right it now it really but- goes with like toilet paper with the pandemic exactly. I mean, people, but- or a snowstorm anywhere where people lose their minds and have to well, buy I bread need milk eggs. and eggs jim <laughs> yeah, milk, eggs, and bread. You, you got to do that, as right? As the different news outlets Seriously, everybody t- does that. Did you ever in the middle of a snowstorm sit there and go, I really need to make an omelet with toast and a glass of milk? It's I don't so eat ridiculous. eggs, drink milk, or bread to plus, begin with. Plus the idea of my mind, you end up, oh my God, I might be shut in or whatever. Why are you getting like some of the most perishable items? Like if you're going to be stuck very long, get the spams there. You know, get the crackers, maybe get the, the tunas. I don't know. But it just drives me nuts. But it is that deal. Uh, do you like the, you know, the idea of the scarecrow? We're not even sure that it is the scarecrow, right? I'm, you, you I'm pretty still sure. Well, I'm saying you're still not really seeing him without anything as Jonathan Crane. I mean, I, I'm we saying really that. You don't do that with the scarecrow anyway. Well, you see the scarecrow, you see the scarecrow. But what I'm saying is I have a feeling that this might be somebody else, and that's why they're not using the fear toxin and things like that. I don't know. I'm not fully convinced that he's made this new guise of himself and really gone off. Well, that almost thing like is, where- that's the thing. is They're really showing you the idea of the progression of the Scarecrow. I was going to say before, when you have the news outlets talking about this story, and each one of them has a different picture of what the Scarecrow looks like, like the last one we had from, like, you know, Forever Evil in the first one, and then he has, like, you know, the classic, you know, just, you know, the Scarecrow look with the sack over his head, and then you have the one from the animated series, Batman the Animated Series, and then you even have the one from the Arkham Asylum series. I'm like, you're seeing the progression of the, like, you know, as the scarecrow changes his look each time he comes out i just i still i'm getting the idea that like they were trying to dupe you oh everybody thought it was the joker and then it's this and then with these effigies and stuff around 
I'm still not so convinced that it, that they don't have Jonathan Crane hidden somewhere and they're trying to up this thing and, and whatnot. I, I don't know uh, because of not really seeing or really getting much of him even talking or, or any sort of MO except at the beginning when he's talking to Batman. Uh, I, I just I don't Which know is because in the future. of that. Yeah, yeah, and that's where we go back to see how that, you know, they got Batman in that gimp outfit. I mean, pretty sexy. Uh, but yeah, I just so like with to think this, this idea that he has Batman in a gimp outfit, freaking just, you know, screwing with his mind, doing the fear toxin to him and stuff like that, which he is doing the fear toxin right there to the Batman. So that kind of like goes mm-hmm. with the whole idea of him still using it, just not for his wide panic spread across the city. But as you're doing this, like, by the end of this issue, he puts on his new matches Malone disguise as match. I'm like, did you have to like do some initiations to get into this club, Batman? Like, you know, get put in a gimp costume, maybe bang yeah, a sheep. Like, what are I you go, doing right now I in this freaking like, leather suit? But that's the other, yeah. In that, well, I mean, they're going to end up grabbing him and, and doing whatnot with it. It is kind of cool that costume. You see some uh, pearls hanging there on the side of the scarecrow's head there that maybe they're using that to screw with them or whatnot. But it is an odd deal with that. But with all of this going on, like I said, the idea that we think that all of this is a setup by Simon Saint and all this is going on like outside the Fast and the Furious at your house, Derek. But, you know, all the stuff where it is the play of this whole book, it seems to give you, uh, you know, the dupe that everybody thinks is happening. But then it's actually something else to try to get the magistrate stuff, even with the A-Day, all that stuff. So I'm just going to to sit and wait but there's so much thrown at you in this where you end up having batman he is investigating the scarecrow he goes to nakano's and he ends up finding the the straw man on the post and there is no residuals of any sort of fear toxin and whatnot but where is nakano you asked me even before we started i I uh, imagine he just went and secured his wife and got out of there and called renee montoya and the rest of the cops and batman just happened to intercept that call and got them ahead of time yeah, it's a weird deal, though, because the way Batman's going in here and he's at his house, the reason that I think that maybe he's being held somewhere because he's gone a little insane or something, because it is odd that Batman goes specifically thinking there would be fear toxin there, as if Nakano ended up ah, and running out. Now, you're going to be afraid anyway, but he seems surprised that in that house there isn't any residual fear toxin. And so I wonder what that is all about well it's kind of a weird thing that we're playing in with the man bat and stuff like that book where we have like the scarecrow doing different things he wants to switch it up in the man bat book he wants to go back and do a sonic amendment that's going to cause fear outside of the gas and this he's leaving goddamn scarecrows around has the city at a grip of terror right now i like the idea of like gas anymore i I mean basically i think that he's like i used i used to have to evolve the toxin to get everybody free but they've actually caught up to me like i'm you know pretty much easy peasy now he blew his freaking budget on the costume couldn't afford the chemicals to make the fear toxin anymore yeah really i mean look at that thing but like i said when batman goes from the designer either it's just a surface level deal where batman goes there they had said there's the scarecrow effigy there and he just assumes there will be fear type but the way he goes and he's looking and he seems shocked that there isn't any i i think that that must have something to do with how nakano ended up like did he run down the street like martin lawrence or something ah, you know running away uh but he doesn't find it and he, all through this he's talking to barbara and his earpiece oracle back at her deal and that's where Renee montoya comes in and you know, people seemed excited that she's in here she's commissioner now all that stuff but question this just, no more this just starts that just the avalanche of everybody showing up in this book characters we don't even know yet and things like that that gets really really 
it's too much. And you end up thinking like, okay, I'd like to see more of Renee Montoya. I want to see what's up. But you kind of go past that real quick. You know, Batman It's such says, a weird idea, though. We have Renee Montoya here. She is the commissioner hired by Nakano, the mayor, for the anti-mask thing where it's like, she takes the job, which means she has to be against masks this mm-hmm. entire time, which means she can't wear a mask even though, anymore, even though she was just questioning it up in the lowest lane. But before it's like, Ooh, OK, I guess I got to, you know, just not do this anymore and be a Jim Gordon type character. I'm like, why did you take away from the character? Even the idea of maybe she's Cause playing it's a both better sides. Payday, she's rich. True. <laughs> she's like, I, I that question. Don't pay the bills. Uh, I, th- I yeah. think Lois Lane was paying the bills. Well, she's gone now, Eric. She's a god. But I, the thing that gets Where'd me in go? this. The thing that gets you back in Metropolis, you got them, baby. You end up here, though. This is done, obviously, in my mind. What's going to happen is she's going to be like, oh, man, Nakano, you're getting involved in some bad stuff. I'm going to start to question what you're doing. And I think that she just goes back to that anyway. But in here, I don't mind that she is against Batman because she's doing her job. I mean, yeah. and she at this point, with everything that's gone on in Gotham, probably even like, yeah, I kind of get this. But I like Batman. Don't stop asking the questions. Wink, wink. I love Renee to so come over. Bad. She puts her gun down. Nudge, nudge. There, like all right. Wink, and wink, then, Renee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't you have a trench? Uh, he ends up where he's going to get. She, she says, "I'm going to tell these guys to f and shoot your ass if you, you know, don't back away and get that." And then Batman throws down the smoke grenade that he always Ninja does. Ninja vanish. Everybody should be prepared for at least this, right? I mean, the thing is, so they are often. prepared for it. What are they going to do? They're obviously not going to shoot Batman right there, but not, they know they're not going to take him in either. But that's the thing. They should just I'm say, there, I'm "Like, dummy, I mean, just fucking wasted a smoke grenade." That's just what I'm saying. They should say, "Like, hey, Batman, you know, we know it's how a- this plays." I, I wouldn't want to be caught in the middle of a smoke grenade. It seems like you're getting your just lungs imagine, and stuff. Though, I you got and the I popcorn bumb- lung. You and I are bumbling GCPD. We would be awful. We have, we have our guns drawn in there. We know we're not going to shoot the Batman. So what we do is we pretty much, hey, no, stop. Is we just watch him walk over, open a yeah. window, and slowly crawl well, out. What, I'm oh, saying, no, Batman. I, I, this is what I would do as me and you idiots. We're there. Batman's there. We have our guns. Like, Batman, you, you got to stop. We're going to shoot you. And then all of a sudden, you're like, what is Jim doing? I'm like, oh, no. The smoke grenade. There's no grenade. I'm just going to let him go. Ah, I can't see him, Eric. He can't just see through the away smoke. In the corner. You're just smoking there. And he's like, hey, can I borrow You're some welcome, of that? I got? He's like, can I borrow one of those? I need to pretend I'm somebody later. He grabs it, runs off. Uh, that's matches, Eric. Uh, yeah, he throws a smoke grenade. Renee seems like, damn it. <laughs> oh, Mimsy, why did you do it? You did your thing. Nothing. I like and then ends up saying, we got to get get me Mayor Nakano on the phone. He's going to want to hear about this. Damn right. He's in his house. Not only does he have a scarecrow effigy in here, now he's got a bunch of smoke and a yeah, Batman that was we there. He's got a bat problem in, in town. Smoke uh, alarms are going off. He's freaking out on a freaking chair with a broom trying to what, knock him down. This is what I'm saying. All of a sudden, he's like, wait a second. I just made cookies. Are they okay? No, no. I'm sorry. No. They got they got dust on them. They got the smokes. They, they would roll in the whole house. Your cat has emphysema now. I'm sorry, Mayor yeah, Nakano. Popcorn lung. Yeah, whatever. He's like, oh man, was he vaping at all? That'd be funny. He changes his new name. It's not matches. It's vape. But you end up where then might as well be with this costume at the end. Yeah, really. He looks like a douchebag. You end up where you go to Electric Town, where we get introduced. What is this Electric Town? Is that something (laughs) that you recognize for a Gotham City? Because it's not something I like. I know a lot of Gotham City and its districts, but when you say something like Electric Town, I'm like, 
Are you doing like a weird well, precursor to OMAC or something maybe. like what you're doing here? I'm just guessing Eddie Grant came to town. He started Electric Avenue and they went with it, Eric. They're like, fuck we'll it, it's Electric Town now. And we're going to walk. I like the robot sound in that Electric Avenue. You end up where you have Stabo. Yeah, the funny thing about all this, it is like, you expect it to be like these side things. Like you're you're not aware of Electric Town, and it'll be like oh this side thing that you could just do whatever you want. But this is pretty much like Times Square. This is like where everything's yeah. going on, right? And it does end this up in my town. mind. It looks more like the future Gotham. Like Electric Town's going to take off. Eric, they done all the tech there. You're thinking of Neo Gotham, or you're thinking of freaking you know the Blade Runner from you know Dark Detective. No, actually, I'm thinking of something that you just. I'm thinking of Neon Gotham, a future state. Eric, I played with the words there. Uh, but even Neo Gotham, it does look like that. Like that would be the pre- but. In my mind, this is James Tynan trying to make it seem, especially in the Mariko Tamaki Future State Detective book, The Dark Detective, where all of a sudden shit just evolved. Like, all of a sudden, there must have been another, you know, Tokyo alien deal. <laughs> yeah, it just, it, it went from seven years or whatever, boom, everybody's like that. So maybe that's what that play is. Turns Harley out in comes the future, in, everybody's a Tron. Yeah, yeah, really. Harley comes in riding a hog, and I don't mean you, Eric. And she ends up with her bat. And she's a little over the top again, and and I don't mind it. She because might she's have being to be her. a little over the top. It's this thing is she is trying to be a hero. She is trying to put all she can be out there. Maybe she's going to be a little over the top, but she's new at this, Jim. I know, and and I she's think to make though, a good impression. People that I see that don't like this book already, Harley is one of the things that they keep pointing out. We don't need Harley. We don't need Harley, and it is weird. Like, she is there. We've already seen her in her book and things trying to make amends. But in this, she wants to be good. She wants to try. I, I think that you're just heading towards another, you know, run-in with the Clown Hunter. I was expecting to see, like, this sort of thing with Clown Hunter than a Harley. I, I'm telling you, when Stabo comes down, he's essentially just in one of the escaped convicts from Arkham Asylum yeah, from after A-Day. A-Day. But with what he's wearing... He might as well just be another clown on the street yeah. who wants to stab people and save them and put them underground because he's crazy. But he essentially just looks like clown. I expected Clown Hunter yeah, to come I out here too. and kill Stabo. And that's where when Harley shows up, like it feels like at points we're going to go back and forth. Okay, who's going to show up? Is it going to be the helping or the hurting? And this was Harley who's the helping. But then again, she goes too far. She hits a police officer with the bat. He was an asshole. He was, but you end up where she recognizes Stabo and says, I used to be pretty cool when you're on your meds, I understand. And it's going with that whole. Oh my God, the Harley Quinn is working with the serial killer over here. No, 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 I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. Put your hands up. Freeze. Freeze. And 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 the thing is, by the time this thing is, it pretty much is Batman, Renee Montoya, and the rest of the GCPD (laughs) again, where everybody is there with guns drawn on her, smoke grenade, Ghostmaker comes out. I'm like, and the thing is, for the Ghostmaker backup, I was really hoping it was going to be a Harley Quinn Ghostmaker story. Yeah, and it's not. It was like an origin deal that really did we need, but. Yeah, end up and is, going, it, is it an origin deal? Because it just seems like well, a side quest I'm that he saying, might have done right before this. I'm saying it's something prior. It's not really an origin, but he's already it, – it's weird because he has his uh, AI in that that he says icon. And he does yeah. remind me of that awful character icon from the Marvel comics that went around uh, Asia killing detectives and things like that, which kind of threw me off. But uh, – here, again, we, we already had Renee Montoya. We got the question thing dropped. We have Batman and uh, Oracle. We also have the Scarecrow. Now, all of a sudden, you get Stabo. He ends up kind of in. And these are real, like, quick swipes. It's almost like a Star Wars deal where we're going all over the place really quickly. Then you end up having this guy. Hey, my name's Stabo. Harley leaves a note. Please give me my meds. I think he, they're just going to kill him. But 
you end up then that, they, because they're he's jerks. Awesome dude. They're jerks. And then they get the the gardener. I mean, it's like one after the other of these things where this really feels and like now, not nothing is on top of the gardener just hanging out in the shadows here talking about, hey Rex, it is true. She's back. Well, you have this woman who's standing there with, you know, vegetable dogs <laughs> by her freaking hips here. But the thing is, I'm like, you have this character, the gardener. You don't know what's going on with her. Is she a part of the Unsanity Collective with Master Wise and Miracle Molly on top of everything yeah, else? I'm like, you have so much going on, and you know what you want to tell about it? Absolutely nothing. nothing. Like, That's the Here's problem. another first appearance. Here's yeah. a collector's edition it, for the gardener. I'm like, and stop it. Like a lot of times you'll have this. I know that we just came out of you know Future State a bit ago, but – you know, you'll have that thing where, oh, my God, I forgot about her. Oh, you know, but this feels like we're already a bit removed from that anyway. But you it's never really James set Tiny these up James anyway. Yeah, that's like we thing. had in Batman and Robin Eternal, where all yes. of a sudden we had oh the sculptor God. and yeah. like the person who remakes Mother. the minds for Mother. Mother. And, like, yeah. and nothing's ever explained. Nothing. Yeah. And that's what happens. They're she was there, there one issue and then disappeared. They're there to be like, oh, my God, there's so many cool characters, but I need to know more about them before you have, Darner. you have just half a page to remind me of her, but I don't know her. And she's not even called the gardener. I actually had to look up online who this character was because there's no mention of her. I wanted to find out so we could talk about it. But even when you have this character who obviously – We're calling I say her obviously. She sm- she's smelling a, a rose here. She's yeah. got vegetable dogs that are freaking feet here. But I don't understand what if she has powers, what it is. But at the end of this, all I want to do is have Poison Ivy come out and kick her ass. I think that Poison Ivy is going to show up. I think that that was kind of the setup of the deal. But there you go. Have another but isn't character. isn't she the drugs? <laughs> she might be still the drugs there. Uh, but yeah, yeah. You know, hey, she is back in Gotham after all, and that means there's still hope. Okay, hope of what? Are you good? Bet I, I don't know what you are. And so this little I'm reminder you, you a doesn't get me here. Smell a rose of vegetable dogs. I'm like, we don't actually understand what's going on with Poison no. Ivy ever since the Harley Quinn Poison Ivy weird thing where they had different avatars yep. of Poison Ivy after she died. I'm like, is this a new avatar? And you, of Poison and you Ivy? know, and you know what we're getting now. Is this does happen occasionally with this and with Poison Ivy, we're getting it pretty much, you know, in spades. The idea that we're, we don't know what's going on with Poison Ivy, but we're getting weird she's side hints. We're getting, she's the drugs. She's disappeared. She's a, and so we end what up. What is she the drugs in? It's not, I can't think of it. What is it? What is no, that? I, she's in the back. I actually can't even remember what it was. It started before There's the so deal. so many different things Ooh, going on. I remember about the teardrop with the red hood but from then, Batman Urban Legends. But then even with that, you end up, oh, it's Catwoman. We end up Catwoman, where it's yes. the end of Catwoman. Each issue, she's like, oh, she's the trucks. But then she's also seemingly coming up in the Swamp Thing book next issue. Uh, and just, you're getting too. Everywhere get, you want to be, Poison <laughs> Ivy. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you love Poison Ivy, it's one thing. But if you want to know exactly what she has going on, I don't think having her in seven books the with gardener. different things going around. That's that what we're doing now. We ain't dealing with that. No, it's the gardener. We, we didn't know that the gardener's the new avatar of the green. All right, DC Comics crew out there, make sure to look out for the topic following the gardener the action gardener. figure 2022. And I'm writing right now, hashtag gardener league. You end up where release back, the gardener figure. Release the gardener cut. You end up in the clock tower again where Barbara is going through some stuff trying to figure out. She's not, that's the thing too. She's not really doing much she she's more she's of doing a, everything well, she's more of a, a narration slash somebody that batman then can do some exposition about what he's doing so that we can end up being told not being Look, seen what she's stuff, doing but, right now with the, the the continuation of the bat signal and how we're gonna do this yeah. in gotham going forward 
it might be the stupidest thing I ever heard of because she's sitting there developing an idea. It's like, we're going to have many signals, <laughs> seven or eight throughout the city, and we're never going to use the same one twice. So we're like, we're just going to put it up there to let people know that you're still out there because the GCPD, they're not going to turn your signal on anymore. So what we're going to do is we're going to turn on one of the signals at a different time, and then I'm going to have, you know, Stephanie Brown or Cassie, they're going to go over there. They're going to take it so that like people can't find it, and then we'll have it. I'm like, People don't have time for this shit. I Why know, do you need I don't to have, have all this well, going? Who she, is setting this up? She's afraid, though, that when that signal goes off, her dad's going to show up with that signals? baseball bat. And so I'm actually shocked that she didn't end up making it something like a, uh, like almost like an Amber Alert so, sort of thing on a phone or something because of her tech whizness. That she'd be like, oh, we do this like in a different like way. Phone, like it's not yeah, like it's it just goes off. All of a sudden, you check it, it's a bat symbol. Yeah, it's the bat symbol. And oh my God. I think we did that at the one point, though, We've when all had the, like, a bunch the, of the buildings turned into robots. Stuff. Yeah, well, we did have that. No, they converted her. And so you end <laughs> up with a deal where it, the signal thing, and I started thinking, okay, I, I, don't, I don't love it. But I wanted to tie into the original signal being put in storage so that you can have things later, uh, you know, for the Arkham Knight to go I, and I get just kind of wanted to be again. with the low rent Batman with not having any money, even though he's a multimillionaire. But the idea where he just takes to the streets like Spider Man does, mm. where he just has a bat symbol, like signal belt, like Spider Man does with yeah, the, like, the spider cool. symbol, and shines it all people beforehand. I'd like it. Now make a suit like almost like Luke Fox's uh, Batwing suit where it glows, you know, goes there. Uh, but yeah, I think Batman's like, Okay, I need some estimates on these stupid signals. I don't got a lot of money anymore. I don't know if you know this, but your computers right. just cost like me a lot of money. Lamps, essentially, really, no one's seeing this it shit. Should just be an app. But uh, yeah, then you go to Simon Saint. I mean, I, this I actually is, want individual lasers around the city that actually shoot it, and when they all combine together, it makes the bat symbol in the makes sky. The almost bat like the way the question mark came up in Batman Forever that above would be the cool. bat symbol. And then after that, the final countdown plays, and he comes going out there dancing around. But we go off now. We swipe off. Off it's just a firework that shoots, you know, in the air before Actually, he's riding not? a motorcycle why somewhere. Have a and it's just a bat symbol. I mean, the GCPD, they can't figure out shit. They're never going to get the trajectory <laughs> and the polarity of it. They won't know what's going on. And fireworks. They, the that polarity? That actually, yeah, that actually works for me. The fireworks would be pretty cool. Except it's always just raining in Gotham. on a motorcycle. It's trouble, though. It's always raining there. I don't know. Uh, trying so to get that lighter lit going through friggin' that highway. That'd be so hilarious. He's trying to do it, and then he blows off his fingers. You end up where we go to Midtown now, Eric, the real Midtown, and St. Industries. No. And it is Simon Saint. He's working on some tech gadgets there, and he uses a he's little really ability into at the one idea point. Of Sean Mahoney, and like, oh my god, he's developing the peacekeepers. Yep. And then you get that assistant that I said is really important, Eric. That Ricardo? guy Ricardo there with his man bun. Montabon. And then you end up, you know, that he liked pure Corinthian leather. That guy Who doesn't uh, really. And you end up where Simon says goodbye. And, and I want to weird to you that I'm sorry. And that's the thing is actually go on with that story because that's even weirder. To I was me. just going to say, I, I wanted Ricardo to go. What <laughs> is, that, is that what you, I have to go? Okay. Ricardo it's just odd out of standing nowhere. in front of Simon Satan, who's working on stuff. And then Simon says, I'm like, <laughs> does, does Simon like Saint here have an earpiece that Scarecrow is talking into as he's talking to Ricardo? Because it's just. A broad, like, you know, like a word balloon. I'm like, yeah. Is he yelling it from the belly across? Simon says. <laughs> I hope he heard me. And then it's funny, too, because the next. Because Ricardo doesn't respond to this. No, I'm saying. And then he kind of shushes him away. And then he goes. It's weird. It's a weird play because I think that some people are going to think that that's actually a Simon St. Power, that he's using that to get Ricardo away. I just, 
I'm waiting for the next character to show up, Marco, and, and then his brother, Polo, oh, no. because we're playing fucking games here with this. That's the thing is, though. Do you think he just has an earpiece that Scarecrow's talking into that he only he can hear? Because he Maybe. was like this. Ricardo's there's like, go away, Ricardo. Have a good night. Go home. And then he just walks over to the window where there's Scarecrow sitting on a the building like an asshole gone. across the way. It's like, the, the boy is gone. Do you like I'm that look alone. at his... He looks creepy, doesn't he? The worst he? part is, I want to bring the turtleneck back so bad because everyone's not, like not that, fashionable right? anymore, and he's ruining it for me right do off the like bat. Do you like the full turtleneck or you like the mock turtleneck? I like the mock like turtleneck the a lot. You like the full? And that's what you get this guy. It just makes him look just awful. Uh, but yeah, you're never alone. You're never alone. <laughs> and it's such a weird idea because the thing is, you know, Scarecrow is going through with the plan. The city is in abject terror as, like, trying to get the magistrate stuff pushed with like Simon State once, but... For where do we have Jonathan Crane in future state where it seems that he is working for the magistrate, no more mass, and he's actually seems afraid of Simon Saint. Here it seems like it's a complete reversal where Simon Saint does seem afraid of what the scarecrow is yeah. and what he will do to achieve his own goals. I'm like, when do we have the flip-flop switch in yeah. this power struggle? When you find out that that's Nakano. Uh, you end up, though, with that, like the idea that we've been That'd pushing. That'd be an amazing that, twist. We, we've been pushing the idea that you know, everything is the A day. All that stuff has been pushed to get that fear up. When you get fear, you're allowed to move in with the Imagine you know, if it's Nakano is using Simon Saint when Simon Saint thinks he's using that. And actually, Nakano is the one going around making sure that there's no more mass policy gets pushed through. I mean, seriously, they, we thought they were teaching us. We're teaching them. Eric, it's crazy. Uh, but who knows? I don't know because it, it's weird where you don't see Nakano with what's going on and now, all that going stuff back going to what you're around. Because I'm trying to justify the idea of we have an evolved scarecrow who's doing new fear experiments and how he's doing things throughout the city. But what if it is just Nakano? He just set up a freaking scarecrow effigy in his throat. Ah, I scared myself. Yeah. Somebody come help me. Yeah, yeah. And in the meantime. And that's why there's no fear toxin on He it. would be able to get the whole deal of, you know, what's it called? Jonathan out of Arkham, puts a dupe in because he's going to get and hides him. And Just imagine this, prison. though, where we have one-eyed Mayor Nakano, former police officer, Well, but here's still. the deal. You say this. One of the things that I'm looking at while you're saying it is that one glowing eye that you have, like a Deathstroke-type thing, with this whole setup. It does look like he only has one eye at that one point there that he's looking through. But, then the but imagine this whole thing. he has two have, later, but still. Uh, yeah, but we have this guy. He's trying to scale buildings to be the scarecrow persona. He has no idea how to do this because he's just Mayor Nakano yeah, with one goddamn eye. He's like, he's missing. <laughs> his, and then he's got his needle fingers. I'm like, how am I supposed to climb this building? Perception is off. He's, he's really he's having problems here. Straw weight oh with that rain God. coming in. That straw oh, yeah. is gonna be heavy as hell. Oh, it's got to stink too. I mean, really. Uh, but yeah, horses keep coming up to him to take a bite of him. No, no, get out of here. <laughs> no, yeah, he actually he's like no masks and no more police horses. I don't need them around. Like I know it looks like he's wearing a poncho, but then he's got heavy scarves underneath that's collecting all that water. Yeah, that, I'm like, that I don't know, scarf. Man. It looks like you got a Tijuana down there. It looks like he's as cosplayed as Doctor Who earlier. Yeah, it does look like that. Yeah, I'm telling you, I think it might be him. I think that he might be trying to up this Annie with the idea of, you know, his partner ending up being the man. Yeah, everything's being pushed in a way that he wants it to. And the big twist would be like, oh, Simon Saint, Simon Saint. No, no, no. It's Nakano who's actually controlling him to do this as well. And even well. the idea, if you want to go along these lines with our weird, just jumping, to, not even jumping conclusions, but our weird far ideas that we're pulling out right now, but where Simon Saint thinks that he is the man in charge with his magistrate program because he is this, you know, this rich man who's done all these different things. Nakano's got the foxes in his pocket, too, the richest family yeah. in Gotham right now. So it's like. 
Who is controlling who in the future state? Who's zooming who? I ended up where... Who's watching you know, the Watchmen? One of the things that, that got me was... Man, it's a good movie. Yeah, we're waiting on our song. We're waiting for the whole deal with, okay, when does Nakano end up realizing he's due? But he didn't up in future state. You know what I mean? That that seems like, you know, what what is the deal? What's going on and all of this? Plus, if it is Nakano and all that, that would even make more sense where you had all of those other companies in future state being taken down. That's the evidence, all that going on. He's wearing so we'll an say, eye patch. You can't trust somebody in an eye patch. You always say that, but you were an eye patch for a while. And you can't I, trust me. Exactly. I mean, that's what Jess said. And so you end up where, you know, the scarecrow scaling, you know, wet buildings and things, whatever. I, I'm telling you, that's even You're a I lanky think, doctor. What I are you think doing? that's even above Jonathan Crane's deal. I that's mean, this saying. is crazy. If it is Nakano, then it's really at least he was a cop. But, yeah, he's ended up looking. You go to the Narrows and you also of all these other things. We end up the having the Unsanity Collective. Collective with Mr. Wise, Eric. I think that he Master likes to, he likes Wise. he likes to potato he chips. To, he didn't go to master school to be called Mr. That's Wise. That's true. That's how I went for baiting, Eric. Boom. Uh, you end up where you even have that thrown in, and there's Barbara wondering hey, what's going on. This guy and I love the way that they're playing out until near the end when it's explained a little more. But this idea that they're taking the idea of unsanity and not questioning that as what is this made up word nonsense? Because in the middle of all this fear, they're the unsanity collective. Like they're the bad guys, but the bad guys that are against the other bad guys, it seems, and what's going on. But you end up having Barbara. I don't think we're going to be able to find anything out unless we end up going deep dive undercover and get into that. Now, in my mind, he was going to get on the damn phone and call, say, Jason Todd, or he's going to call. You know, Dick Grayson or even some of the other, you know, the Batgirls or whatnot. I don't think of these collectives or anything really looking for a 55 to 60 year old man that looks like the former Commissioner Gordon to join the ranks. Because when he shows up, he looks just like Jim Gordon. He, he looks exactly no, he like doesn't him. look just like Jim Gordon. He looks like Jim Gordon from the future <laughs> in an alternate reality. He has Jim Gordon 2099. Well, he's My got name's the Match. aviator glasses on. They're pretty <laughs> Does cool, he like, right? Well, it looks like know. he has like a weird te- like telepathy headset on the side telepathy of his freaking headset. Head. It looks like he's wearing a suit that was made by Thor. I mean, the, the, with all those freaking shiny things and whatnot. I, I just I, like this idea, though, where we're to go infiltrate the Unsanity Collective, though, in the Narrows, because whenever the cops come around, they like they move and they can never catch and stuff like that. So I got to go undercover and like infiltrate it. He get, he's looking like a forty year old man. You can't trust to begin with. He, he goes, is, Are you a cop? Obviously, he is. Look at him with his seventy stash. Yeah, what is this sixty two? And his glowing clothes for whatever reason. I, this is like okay, you know, the kids at the schools, they're gonna have like this whole thing. They're gonna steal it. Hello, hello, kids. Show up, yeah. That's all it is. Hey, where's all the kids at? Well, where's my fellow right. kids? Yeah, right. I'll kill you. Get your but height. just imagine this: we have the leader, Master Wise, and his whole thing is he's he's going to do the the great reboot because he got his hands on some old man Hatter tech, and he has what he calls the mind machine. And his whole thing is the big reboot is to shed the traumas of their past. So he wants people to put on his Mad Hatter tech, which will erase their memories. I'm like. So pretty much everybody in the Unsanity Collective has no idea who they are <laughs> or what they've idiots. done. Yeah, you know, I love they the have idea. No experience. That's what I love the idea of when they end up wiping minds, but they they know everything except muscle you know the, the things. Yeah, muscle memory. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, when Batman shows up, I mean, really, are they like the name? And he says the names match. They're like, really, uh, you, you kind of look like you're a. A, a narc like uh, that would be yeah, the, I'm not he's like this dude. no 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 i'm not a caveman no no i didn't say with the g asshole he died 
And what so is he's growing there? zippers. I don't know. He's that's what he said. I'm here with the kids. Look this at me. The kids like, does he have like you know, glowing shoes too? And every freaking takes yeah. a step on, and they and, freaking start blinking lights. And then he's like, "Wait a second, I got his wheelies on with I that." I gotta check my Angry Birds app. I'm playing like your kids, and he said, "Hey, anybody? Oh, those pigs? Am I right? Anybody playing the Roblox in here?" Hey, yo, hey, wait a minute. Let me update my MySpace profile and my GeoCities so that they know I'm in, involved in you guys. Nonsense. He looks I like- printed out my Google Maps to make sure I can get here right. <laughs> oh, look at him. He, he just There's no person that looks like more of a cop narc than him right there. I mean, it's from the dead. future. <laughs> I'm here from the future. It's your kids. And the thing is, I see the future. It's Marty McFly, Back to the Future yeah. Two type future. Yeah, and, and it's if you, neon and stupid. If you didn't have enough, the next Miracle Molly. I uh, just really the kids they like the Molly. Eric, they're at the raves, is what they're doing. He's there. Hey, anybody got any of them poppers? He's just yelling shit. Oh yes, he's like, hey, who wants to watch porn on DVD? They're like, he, he's old. Get him out of here, this guy. Oh yes, uh, but yeah, that that there's just so much thrown at you, and then you get a backup with the whole ghost maker, ghost maker, you know, who likes to, he's you know, going to Devil Skull Island. He is, and also, but at first he's there making the loves, Eric. But he has uh, no, what? no, with a man and a woman in a bed in a plane that's probably like that, right. that's not making love. That's that's angry fucking. <laughs> <laughs> with that, he he must be doing something really dirty because he doesn't want to see it. He always has That's to just cover is, his eyes up with the. Is snub. he blind? Is he the daredevils? Yeah, maybe, but he doesn't want his identity seen either, Eric. But they're going to be able. I I heard some trials back in the day that so they were. He has a lot of shame going on after this. Maybe act. I, I'm telling you, a lot of those trials they end up. Well, yep, he's got a mole there. I mean, you better watch out what he's showing them. Uh, but you're introduced or you get more of this icon AI. It's really not a lot of anything except then another Madame Midas. Hey, we're on the Devil Skull Island. The and- richest woman on earth, Madame mm-hmm. Midas, who wants to take out the ghost maker because she, he has cost her so much money over his pursuit to take out criminals throughout Europe and Asia and stuff like that. So she's bringing together the only people who have survived the ghost maker's attack, you know, like the low rent killer croc. The instigator. I think he stole the bananas from Donkey Kong at one point. <laughs> he did. But you have the gimp razor, the gimp zombie razor line. Yeah, yeah. You have the, the little the girl robot. It's kid one cool thing. Kawhi. It's one thing to have like, hey, you guys. How the fuck did these guys end up? I think that he took pity on him and laughed. And, and then Cowboy Bebop brainstorm. Yeah, this Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> this is not Spike. Stuff. And it's just thrown at you. And with that, is anybody sitting there saying, man, I need more Brainstorm? Now, Kid Kawhi, I can go with that, right? Uh, Just imagine if Killer Croc had a nose ring. Be pretty cool, right? Okay, here's the deal. Instigator. Is is there a possibility? I know James Tunn is not doing it, but he's in with Joshua Williamson. Is there a a possibility Kid Kawhi ends up in that fighting tournament against Damien in any of the rounds? Because I think it's a big possibility. And that'll be where James Tynan then slips in with that first appearance. He's like, I just Just imagine those. All of a sudden, you go to this League of Lazarus fighting tournament to discover who the best fighter in the world is. And you show there's a bunch of children for some reason. It's all kids. It's the Connor kids. Hawk, Damian Wayne, Kid Kawhi over here. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I want to be a part of your um your weird tournament, guys. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, I'm going to the Kumite. Then all of a sudden, the next one. Oh man, there's one last entrant. Who are you? They call me Match. Like, what is this old guy doing here now? Uh, but yeah, you end up having these characters in. It's a very cartoony thing in my mind, so I, I could have some fun with it. But the problem is, is I'm all my my head's spinning. 
from everything that already happened of just characters being thrown at you with not a lot of story to back them up to go into this and then it's overkill with a ton of characters that could be fun. This could be a pretty fun backup well, where is, but I, you're I just going like to get a big fight. It wants to be too much fun because we go yeah. to Devil's Skull Island which is home yeah. to Madame Midas, the richest woman in the world who has put together a ragtag crew of ghost maker enemies and has leaked the idea like the the uh, location of Skull Devil Island yeah. and like they're like I have, I'm bringing the skull of the ghost maker here like you're doing what? Yes, we're all going to fight him. So like she knows that ghost maker is coming and yeah. he comes down there and he's trying to infiltrate her fortress and now he has to fight golden robotic tigers with laser eyes. Yeah. I'm like well, okay. Icon the AI is that Clyde? Is that Inky Blinky? I don't know. You end up having Pac-Man ghosts there and stuff. It kind of made me giggle. Quite a lot but of Pac-Man it lately. is a um it is a weird kind of like over the top, but I, I don't know. I, I kind of am looking forward to seeing where it goes. I just think like, you're going to get battles. I just want to see Ghostmaker and Gotham doing Batman freaking dynamic see, duo stuff, stuff at this point. Yeah, I want bro stuff. and Or it, even you know him doing something with Harley Quinn and trying to understand why Bruce would allow no, yeah. this person to team up with and him. And that's what's weird about this issue because we had full-out Ghostmaker. There's not enough room for him. And maybe it's even the the idea. Well, he's going to be in the backup. So, but I want to see him doing stuff. It's like James Tynan all pissed off because he told DC, "I want to do a twelve issue maxi series of the Ghostmaker," and they straight up said, "No, it's going to be my backup." <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to do eighty. But I, the weird thing is, is where you have this starting out. We had a Robin backup before, you know, leading in the Robin book. You like the last one, especially Connor came back, gets you excited for the book. Now you're kind of caught in this idea, and eventually it may end up, you know, one of the like. Are they going to run out of ideas like, oh, we need a backup. What are we going to do? And just I don't want things just thrown Tell at you. And this fucking story. What's yeah, wrong with you? Already, but, I wanted to read Batman in this and see what Batman's doing. And you barely get any Batman in this book. Yeah. And you don't get a lot of Ghostmaker either because he just comes in in a puff of smoke and a prayer to grab Harley and, and go off. And I think, again, they might think, well, we can't do too much in the story because we have that backup. We don't want. And I'd rather not have the backup, like you said. I'd like to see maybe Bruce, you know, going through the routine and, and wondering why he would think that this match uh, deal is anything of a, you know, well, is even still going to go work. back and give you what you wanted when we had Ghostmaker first show up and show you more interaction with Ghostmaker and Bruce as they were training as kids. Yeah. 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 That would be cool, too. So. Make uh, him feel like a character that's lived in a little bit, you know, just well, not lived in a little. And when you get that, you you get the idea that he's going to stick around for a bit, uh, you yeah. know, if it is. And there's points where you're like, eh, he's just going to be in and out or whatnot. And I do. I, I He won me over. Uh, we ended up liking that last issue so much with him, you know, not saying the whole issue or whatnot, but with him and Bruce, it, it was a dynamic that I thought was really cool, especially when they were joking around. You know, laughing about Alfred being dead and stuff like that. It was hilarious. Oh, but, but even the idea that he's richer than, than Brew, like it, it just was fun. And, but then this goes, like you said, it, it tries almost like you can, you can see through the veil and see that they are just trying to have fun with this, but I liked it enough. Uh, but what about the whole issue? What would you give it? I am giving this a 6.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed the art for the, for like the first majority of the Batman book. It did take a weird dive when we went to the second part of the clock tower because all of a sudden Barbara Gordon looked like she was drawn by Babs Tar from the Burnside Batgirl series. So great. You're know saying why, what people no, say. No, oh. no, but really enjoyed the art in this, even the backup because it's a cartoony yeah. ghost maker thing. It's, it's fine for what it is, even though it looks like King K. Rule from Donkey Kong Country is the instigator. It does. But. I just, there's too much going on in this and not enough Batman. Like, you know, focus on something. It's the same problem that we're going to have in the Green Lantern book coming up here, yeah. but it doesn't seem like 
if I don't, I don't know if the the writers feel rushed like now, like DC saying like, all right, everybody, you better have future state fucking mapped out by October and get that shit done. Like, oh my god, I got to do all our ideas at once because no one's taking any time to really develop things. Like James Tynan is just throwing everything he well, can. I think James right Tynan, you, and I, I don't know why. I think that punchline feel kind of got to him, and I think that they're like, what else you got? What else you got? And he's what don't giving, I got? He's doing more character, you know, designs and and introductions than actual story. To back them up and that's not how things go that's that i mean really that's what you end up with you know stuff like just think of the punchline we still don't know a ton about it but look at naomi she's all over the place brian michael bennis still hasn't given us a pa- like i think well, that she's DC- only had her powers for like two weeks yeah yeah three days i think that you know dc is just like oh man when you get these characters out there like even like a house of l the in in future this all feels the same of just let's just throw characters out there and see what hits and not even see what hits but People will think it's cool. There's tons of things going on. And I think that James Tynan has to pull things back a bit and center on a couple characters and the story that is, you know, an important story well, if I'm you're looking you, forward to see what that, goes to future state. But do what you've been doing and the setup you've created where Bruce can't, you know, rely on his money anymore. He doesn't have Alfred. You've stripped him down to the bare minimum. Show that. Yeah, we never see that. We never do. Even I'm fucking the, worried about many signals on freaking in seven Detective roofs. Comics. He's in the you know swanky neighborhood going to cheese and wine parties and stuff like that. I like whatever. But murders I, on like the menu on those that. parties though. But then you have to show that he's gritty as murder was on the menu. But also in between, I got to go off a minute and then he's pickaxing in the sewer. Oh, he's getting back to his roots. He is. Uh, but yeah, I'm a seven Man out of ten labor. for this. Blue I actually, Bruce. <laughs> Batman will labor. You end up where I did like, I, I kind of got a giggle out of the character designs. Now I'm saying all that in the Ghostmaker backup. But you in, know, in no, the you front get, end. Killer Croc with a nose ring. You got right. Nemesis from Resident Evil 3. Exactly, right? And then you got the guy who looks like you. Stars. I ended up, though. In in the main issue, you want to end up trying. I'm Kid Kawhi. You end up where you're trying to get a grip. Like sure get, there's a mystery going on. There's a bunch. So you're trying to get a grip on what's going on and figure some things out. But what ap- happens is there's just so much shit being thrown at you. It's almost like you're trying and you're dodging all over the place and trying to figure out instead of the mystery being, oh, my God, is this scarecrow actually controlling Simon? Say-? That's like a big thing. Instead. The mystery is, the fuck am I supposed to be paying attention to here? Because oh, there's you got too the Insanity much. Collective, Miracle Molly, Master Wise, and now you have this character who's not even named the gardener in yeah, this yeah. issue, which I had to look up talking, hey, Rex. I'm like, who the fuck Eric, is Rex now? You forgot Stabo. Stabo's in there. No one forgot <laughs> well, Stabo, Jim. And then just throw He's getting in, the help he deserves. I mean, still, throw in Harley. Throw in, you know, Ghostmaker, Ghostmaker. and we're waiting to see Renee Montoya. Renee Montoya in there. I mean, there it is. The only question you get is how many fucking characters can we get in this, Eric? Uh, But overall, like I said, it does still have my attention. I just, I'm starting to kind of get to the idea of being overwhelmed. What's my attention is just, I want to know what the hell's going on with Simon Saint, Batman, and the Scarecrow. That is my attention there. The Unsanity Collective seems like a side deal. Uh, this gardener, we don't even know her Jim. name and things. So I, I just, I just want to see what's going on with the Scarecrow Simon Saint. That's what has my interest, and I'm hoping we get back to some broness next issue because that so. that Batman. And I, I wonder if Tynan realized like that he had solid gold there, or if he thought that well, nobody would want that. Maybe it was just you and that. me that thought it was solid gold. I don't know if I'm, anybody else liked it. I'm telling you. 
I've been thinking about it since and giggling every time. <laughs> I end up like it's, got his it's Joker just so rug. it's so funny to me. Bet he stole that from Batburger. <laughs> he's got his trophies there. I just love the idea that you said that he set that up to try to impress Ghostmaker. Ghostmaker is so rich. He's like, I don't need this shit, but he's being nice. I've got uh, the dartboard over here. It's pretty cool, huh? <laughs> and look, this is not only just a ping pong table, but you can play beer pong on it as well. Hey, let's go play the foosball, but no spinning. That's bitch moves. And and what yeah, really. What I would like though is when they come down, he does end up having the ping pong table, but the one side is up because he's lonely, Eric. He didn't have a friend. He was playing one man ping pong. And then what happens is is that Ghostmaker goes, Hey, hey, Bruce, puts it down. And is they that hug. how you know the healing begins? They hug. That's <laughs> the healing. It's like, oh my God, now I gotta go buy another, you know, paddle. I only had one. Holy crap. Who just buys one paddle? <laughs> And he's lonely. He didn't have anybody. And he doesn't have any money. He ended up going down to the goodwill and getting it. It only had one panel. I don't know. But I, I, I would have liked that, too. That would have been cool, right? Still can't play all the games with two people, but they could start. The, the healing starts. Eric, what's next? Here's the healing. What was your end. score for that? Seven. I said okay. it was a seven out of ten. A little more positive to you because I was. I'm still interested in the Scarecrow, Nakano, no, Simon no, I'm State interested thing. in all that stuff. I, I just know. think that everything that we dealt with here wasn't had didn't have any well, focus. This, this really felt like a weird, like it's a setup issue, but not really. And it's just it's a set up throw everything things. for the next three well, yeah, years. That's what I'm saying. It is a setup for same everything. with this one, the yeah. Green Lantern number one. But that's here before you even say this. The problem is, is that James Tynion has already at least set some things up so where. You can't do this yeah, sort of issue the things you've number set up one, with. right? But number one, that really throws you off in just getting things thrown at you. But you go. Green Lantern number one, written by Jeffrey Thorne with art by Dexter Soy, Marco Santucci, Alex Sinclair, and Rob Lay. For our first issue of our new Green Lantern series, we see how the Corps and the Guardians are going to deal with a galaxy that doesn't need them anymore with the United Federation of Planets. We're also going to deal with Kelly Quintella, the Teen Lantern, and where her powers come from, and we're going to reintroduce the Starheart, the energy that fuels Alan Scott, and boy, is that a lot to do for one issue. And ultimately, the lack of focus here is a bit disappointing for a series that I've been waiting to come back. Yeah, and it's a weird deal because yeah, everybody's been waiting. If If you haven't been reading... The Grant Morrison Green Lantern. You have not had a Green Lantern book in oh, years. Oh, I call that nonsense for the sake of nonsense. Oh, that that's book. what you say. Some people liked it though, but even then, you even the people who loved it, they're going to push it aside as it's that's a Grant Morrison book. You know, you, you always have to. Know. So, getting back to a main continuity deal with the Green Lantern core, we already heard. You know, and I'm not going to base any of my score about the things that Jeffrey Thorne went on. And I hate Hal Jordan. I don't care well, about, what about any of that, that's whatever. That. What I care about is coming out of future state with his book there. Uh, you didn't get a lot of, it's weird. You get too much story, but no focus on real character work and just things thrown at you. And unfortunately that's what happens here. And it feels like when I say a lot of new writers or new people on a book, a lot of times they'll go over the top with dialogue. He is just going over the top with names and situations, but I don't know that at the end you could sit there and say that how they're presented here are interesting at all. There's nothing like you mentioned the Starheart. There's people who are listening right now and like I don't even know what the fuck that is because he doesn't explain it. That's a big deal though. And then having well, that's a big deal too. The idea because you know you were living in this lived-in universe and Jeffrey Thorne is expecting anybody who picks this book up to know all of the Green Lantern lore and stuff like that. Or the idea that the Guardians that like billions of years ago, millions, whatever it is didn't like magic in the universe yeah. and tried to collect it all up because it's unruly, it's chaotic, and they're trying to place the universe, created the star heart and all the stuff, and a part of that broke off, 
going to Earth and becoming the Green Lantern that would eventually go to Alan Scott and him, you know, fuel his yep. magic and stuff like that. So when you have the planet Z- planet Xerox here who shows up, which is like more Jewish planet from the 30th century during like, you know, uh, the Legion of Superheroes, you have a bunch of sorcerer people from a sorcerer world who are pissed off on Oa that these guardians freaking millennia ago locked up the star heart and took away half the magic in the universe. Fuck you, Guardians. I don't want you people a part of the United Planets of Federation. Like, I don't even know why you're a part of this goddamn yeah, really, bunch of monsters. It almost feels like they ended up like, ooh, like we could go, oh, that gets us to Oa, then we could do this. This is our big deal. But nothing's set up with these things. And in a first issue of a book that a lot of people haven't been reading any Green Lantern book in the past couple of years because it ended up getting canceled. You had the, the Grant Morrison stuff to go to this and just throw it at you. It feels in my mind like we even say stuff with Bendis and things where you're just going to get things thrown at you so that he's going to impress maybe the, the people who are in the know, but you're not allowing people who are like, oh, my God. Like there are some people who have jumped on these books and have never been able to really get a Green Lantern book. And this would be, oh, man, it's my first one. I want to see what this is all about. And they read this in my mind and be lost and confused and bored uh, because well, I didn't know what's I'm- going on. And I was bored. I'm all about the idea because the coolest thing in my mind to come from the United Federation of Planets idea that Bendis proposed out there was when we saw the brigade come out and like, you know, start fighting their own fights. I'm like, why do we have this when we have the Green Lantern Corps? So when we pick up with this issue right away to find out if the Green Lantern Corps is still relevant in a galaxy that is going to place itself with the United Federation of Planets, I'm like, that is a cool concept. I want to see that where that goes, but we're not even doing that because it's, people it's... want to be assholes out of nowhere because you have the Guardians who have policed the universe as long as it's been around for the most part. Yeah, they fucked up here and there. They did some bad stuff. Yeah, who yeah. hasn't? But really? we're not going to talk about that. We're going to have this weird idea that they've been duped on Oa. Everybody's come to Oa to now see if the, the Guardians and Oa are allowed to be in the United Federation of Planets. I'm like, for some reason, New Korrigar and the Sinestro Corps are a part of this federation, yeah. and you're going to ask if the Guardians and the Green yeah. Lantern Corps should be a part and, of And like, what's weird about what, it is, yeah. Freaking, like, you know, Atrocitus is a part yeah, of the Atrocitus. freaking, you know, United Believe Federation of Planets for I some mean, reason. I mean, they have all these things going on, and they even, there's some reds here and things, and what's weird about this is, I wish that it, it Who first them in? first here's the deal first. Yeah, I'm really you're you're gonna let them in, but not the Green Lands. I'm not putting uh, the asthma. The weird in my thing about crew. this is is the idea, and, and it really comes off. I'm telling you, it looks like the whole you know deal in Star Wars. It, it looks like they have just got you know Coruscant and brought it here to this. And I think that maybe you should have started out almost like that stupid Imperius Rex, where they send a bunch of characters off to Oa to look into things. They just seem to be like. And let's go over there. Let's see that and just end up voting here. And it just felt off. It felt it just well, was a way to get we, people there. It seems. Th- there's such a weird dramatic situation going on here. And I don't even know if it's warranted, but it feels off because, you know, the Guardians have pulled in a bunch of Green Lanterns to be the face here to like, you know, to show respect to the United Federation of Planets. And then they're like the United Federation Brigade are like, we think it's a show of force with your arm yeah, showing up. And every, like, and that's have- you're right. Everything is there as a like a forced way for four. Like it's forced to make it this big situation. It doesn't feel right in my mind. And the thing is, when we have all of these people are lined up like it's Star Wars, the prequels with all That's the freaking people like. there. And like, we're like, we're going to decide if the Guardians and Oa should be a part of this whole thing. And then they start naming off planets, except deny and stuff like that. But like, yeah. when you have them named here, I'm like, like, Jakul, I'm like, isn't that General Zod's planet that he's a dictator of and just enslaves all those people? Like, yeah, you know, who's letting these fuckers in. in this goddamn federation? Hey, there's a lot of planets, Eric. They can't the check everyone. No, never. And they, 
I'm like, hey, even the idea when Sinestro for new Korrigar shows up with the Sinestro core as it's back in my like, like, why? Would right, I, I, I got questions right now because <laughs> new Korrigar does not want Sinestro to be its leader. He's obviously taken this over by force. Yeah. Where's Soren Ignatu, who the last time we saw was, was the leader for. of Sinestro core? And, and that's you know, what gets Sinestro me. Sinestro was off the Legion of Doom stuff. Like, just a, this is what we're saying. Just imagine that Korrigar with Sinestro has already been in this Federation, and and they're just going to Oa to see. Eh, we'll see and if like, they're going to be in. Here's Sinestro's proclamation, like, I don't know if she trusts those guardians and their fear yeah, and oh. stuff like that. I'm like, you know, maybe we shouldn't take Sinestro's no, word about his I, sworn enemies. Somebody we don't need to. I love that. Basically, like, oh, everybody, to the let, universe. let's be quiet now. Sinestro has to talk. <clears throat> fear. 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 And he walks up and they're like, yeah, he drops the mic. Also, I'm there. I'm like, hey, they're silly sucks. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm getting angry just because yeah. he was brought back one time for Sam Humphreys to the Green yeah. Lanterns running at the dead. beginning when a lot of these Green La- like, these now, Red Lantern characters are dead and also wouldn't work with Atrocis ever again. Yeah. Like, please. What, what, did they bring, like, did they end up there with, the, like, a portable bloodbath there that they're like, hey, we got to go do the blood pool stuff now? I mean, ridiculous. Cool. They would be General Zodin. Basic, basic. Atrocitus is not looking to vote or not vote here. He's looking to recruit. He I don't even know why the Daxamites are here because they even throw out the word Daxam. Like, aren't they going to be getting killed <laughs> if they're off planet Daxam because of their lead poisoning <laughs> yeah. problem? Dead. It's it's so it's such a surface level attempt at having something be shown to you as if he knows what he's doing and every and step of the way it's ridiculous at this gigantic freaking room of all these people who are the representatives of their planet besides for like when you have the main one they're just random aliens which you don't really no. get a good sense of things you're like all right here's a dominator and there's the red lanterns in the background but Here's some giant eyeballs. Here's some fish people. Like, but they're yeah. not like you know things that would stand out as DC comics and stuff you would know. Yeah, no. Then you have Kelly, Teen Lantern, and Kelly Quintella, the Teen Lantern, and she was begging for anybody to recognize her. She had hacked into things. She said all well, this. We've she has been the begging gauntlet. To know what's up? Yeah, with the gauntlet? and and the gauntlet itself. Now it, it's really pushed aside that she was hacking of anything. It's just now gauntlet, gauntlet. They want to look at it. She wanted to get involved with this, but the idea that the, and you said this to me before, it's not just me saying it, I'm not, you know, I'm a dummy, but you end up where she's got this different thing that does look a lot like Cronus Gauntlet. It ends up not having to tap into the battery. There's an 11 year old girl who has it, and these guardians of the, the universe, the oldest big the universe. The, yeah. They may the have done some bad things at points, but the most powerful oldest in thing. The universe. And she's basically. No, <laughs> it's like uh, we I have don't a tween to. who has one of the like uh, most powerful weapons that, that you know, they've ever seen. That somehow tapping into a power that they wield, but differently, they, they don't think that they can take this off of an eleven-year-old girl on their own planet. I'm like, I, I don't know, guys. I think you can do this and actually be justified and, in your actions. And like, John and Simon like, don't want him to do it either. And it's just just not imagine if an eleven-year-old comes over to you with a gun and you're like, you know what? I don't think she'd have that gun. Fuck you. <laughs> no. Hey, that's my gun. Take no, that it gun is. Away from that kid. Yeah, but it's just even then though she's proved herself. Has she? No, has she really no. proved herself? With this whole and, thing. And she's so wielding one that, of the most powerful weapons in the universe, and why? And even the whole thing, where the whole idea before was she has this gauntlet. It's able to tap into the main power battery that was set up in Young Justice. Even her Earth three counterpart was called Hack because it hacked yeah, into hack. the power. That was ring the whole thing. That's what I said. Universe. They've gotten rid so of the Hack it, deal. Exactly. Now it's just its own thing. It's it doesn't its own use thing, the though. main power battery at all. I'm like, 
no. what the fuck is it now? Then they even found her because that, like all this stuff that led into this is not being played out. And all you have to do is have her go to now. Again, you're having her go to Oa here, and that's a big thing for us. We like the character. We want to know more about this gauntlet. That is enough for at least a half of an issue by itself. But you're throwing it in the middle of this whole United Planets thing where you have everybody at each other's throats. Plus, you end up having, you know, magic, Xerox, all that thrown in with the star heart. This thing that you're continuing off of Grant Morrison's The Green Lantern where you have younger, new guardians who are here who are indecisive in in their actions because – this is a whole new experience for them. They're the new younger guardians that were sent, like, you know, how was sent out to get and stuff like that. You're not even dealing with this new guardians aspect that are different than the ones we kind of see in Far Sector and different parts of no. the Green Lantern. So you just have generic random yeah. guardians. You don't have around. a connection to them at no. all. They're just randos. And again, this could be. And is that like, the whole thing where you can you know, justify the idea of like, well, this is why they didn't take the gauntlet away from know, Team Lennon? They're, like, they're eh, trying I to, and she won't should. go. I either said that at one point I was wondering if they were going to play the deal where she couldn't physically take it off. Like it had bo- almost like a Red Lantern thing where it, like it yeah, bonded yeah. with her. So you didn't get that. But what I wanted to see here is not, hey, did Kelly do good on the written test? Yeah, she did great. The but test they too. Tried, no, I want to see what that gauntlet can do. I want to see her team up with Jon Stewart, who is now almost her, you know, mentor. She's the Jedi. She's the path. Like, I want that connection where they're trying to help her figure out herself. And well, the just call. Like, not her before. just saying, no, 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 you can't take it. It's mine. I'm running. This resembles Krona's gauntlet, which they have yeah. locked up in the vault ever since Hal Jordan and had they, to break they it before. That. The whole thing was this thing was so powerful before when Hal Jordan was using it that it turned him into pure will and to yeah, the point where will. he was able to make his own ring out of his own willpower. So 11-year-old girl has something that's And sort here's of the similar. thing where Let's I get upset this. about this. John and Simon are concerned, but they're only concerned that the Guardians are going to take this from her. They're not concerned that she may die. This thing, they don't know what it is. Like I said, they don't even really spell out where it's drawing the power. I said even that when we were doing the, you know, Young Justice things. Maybe it's sapping her life energy. Maybe maybe it's whatever it's doing. It's something weird. But again, she was hacking at that point. But they are only concerned to make her keep the gauntlet as if that has to be forced in like somebody's going to go in like the Hamburglar and grab it. You're writing the story. Make it in a way that they allow her to keep it and make it make sense. Not just, oh, my God, we're concerned because it's powerful and we want to get or it. Or maybe no. deal with this later after you've yeah. already, you know, cinched up the whole United That's Federation of Planets With front. this, have her get to Oa and then, hey, how's she's doing? Oh, she's in the middle of the test. We're still trying to figure out that gauntlet. But please. We're kind of busy right now with this going the, on, so we yeah. don't have the time to really deal with that. Make but the we'll get focus to it. on being concerned with a little girl that it might be something that could hurt her or she could end up blowing up the universe stuff like that but that's what i'm concerned about but the big thing though i just i need some more concern about her not the gauntlet and both sides are like no you're not taking that i don't give a shit about her she's just one terran to the oldest beings in the universe I don't Still, care. It's all but about like the, you the, said, the, it's like a little the rest kid, of the universe. a little kid who comes to, to your house with a gun, and you end up saying, whoa, 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 kid, kid right you better that gun. give me that gun. And then your next door neighbor comes out, hey, man, everybody has the right to have it. You're like, this isn't the argument. Right, this just, is a kid with a gun. Made this political, and I don't know yeah, how I'm that saying, But that's <laughs> how it plays up. Like, everybody's concerned about everything but her. It's only property. They're they're concerned about what her property is, and not this little girl. And that, when you get concerned about the little girl and show some things with that gauntlet, you end up being able to build a character we don't know a lot about. And unfortunately, you ended up having not a lot of her 
being explained by well, the Bendis. the best part about her in this whole thing is Simon Baz having a babysitter and sucking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's, Love seeing Simon but that's again. where I thought maybe you could have that where, hey, you're going to have to watch her and then we'll get some fun with it. But I don't know that Jeffrey Thorne has Simon, fun in his Ke- DNA. Where, where's Kelly at? I thought you were watching. Yeah, really. I thought you oh, were no. watching. Uh-oh. Uh, and then at one point, eh, we left her with the brigade. She went and caused an international <laughs> incident like with the planet Xerox. I like the idea where it's like, uh, hey, we left her with the incident. we left her with the brigade. You know, she said she'd get involved in the fight if she had to. Whoa, whoa, whoa! She can't. Like, but even with eleven that, years old guys, you end up where no training again. If somebody didn't read Young Justice and they don't know Kelly, and then you end up where. Shit, I've read Young Justice yeah. and I don't well, know I'm Kelly. I'm saying the idea all of a sudden she's like, man, I went to Gem World. And that throws everybody off, but it's not even really spelled out. A lot of people who have been reading since Rebirth may not know Gem World. You wish you could forget well, he, about it, but you well, can't. The thing but, is, even when we have the planet Xerox, like I said, the sorcerer world where this, you know, this water elemental woman actually overhears her talking about the idea of Gem World. And this, this is the thing that sparks the gigantic liar. problem, I guess. Or honestly, I think anything would have, but this is just the thing that did it for this particular moment where Gem World has been closed off forever. I'm like, no, no, no it has been closed off recently, but maybe your sorcerer powers are saying yeah, shit. Maybe you're like, a you know, water woman. Go Xerox some other powers. Like, I, I actually want to know why they believe that Gem World and the rest of the sphere of the gods have been closed off all this time, especially since we just rebooted the Seriously. universe into an omniverse. Like, what do you mean when you say that and why? But we oh, never get that far. It means that, hey, we're magic-based and we need to cause a problem in this book. I don't think that it's anything but a surface-level deal to start the fight. I don't think we're going to see anything of that, and I don't think Jeffrey Thorne really has an explanation. He's just like, well, nobody could get there, and they kind of got there weird because Bendis didn't explain a lot. And, and again, we even go. this whole thing, when you talk about the Starheart and how like these people are pissed off that the Guardians went and captured the Starheart for a millennia ago, whatever it was. Yeah. But the idea where, where is the Starheart now? Because like I said, we just rebooted the universe. We haven't really talked about the Star Heart in a good That's decade or so at this point. We have Alan Scott back in, you know, doing Green Lantern things, but before he had the Star Heart energy as himself back in the nineties yeah. when he was Sentinel. That's how he was. But where is it now? And like, you know, you know I don't what's know because weird. even when Yeah, that? keep going, keep going. I'll, I'll tell you. I'm just saying, guys, like she starts using her magic powers because she's a door opener, even though she can't open a door to Gem World, but she's feeling around into the insides of Ella and she finds this original, like, you know, weapon that the uh, Owens created like back in the day. It's like, Atomatena yeah, trim. I, I don't know what I just said exactly. there. Exactly. The idea you just, was much somebody that, just ended up, uh, you know, getting activated there. <laughs> you just maybe. Did it. Yeah. Maturing candidates left yeah. and right. But this whole thing is, it's pretty much, hey guys, the Guardians created a Chinese finger trap back in the day. The only way to win is not to fight. And this is what we have for the rest of it. It's like, everybody powered down. I understand what this peace monster is all about. How do you bring peace? You don't fight. That's and then we it. take out the sorcerer people until at the end when one of the shows up and shoots a freaking magic arrow into a guardian's chest. I'm like, I don't All know right. what you're doing anymore. Yeah. And, and even then you end up having the guardians like, listen, we've done a lot of crazy stuff in the past. I'm like, who, who elected him to talk? Shut it. Shut up. <laughs> you're, you're not selling us very well here. Come on. Uh, but yeah, just characters just show up, the yell things and the stuff. And what I was going to say, what's weird to me. Is we're getting this even in the time in Batman, but especially this, where you're coming into a new number one, you're getting a lot thrown at you. And when we say, like, the idea of uh, Tim Sheridan doing Red X, oh my, he's not setting up anything. You're supposed to do your legwork yourself to go. That's what everything's starting to become. Like, they're just yelling things out. 
like in this to start, but nothing explained, nothing about the real importance of that and what that means to the whole Green Lantern lore and things like that, which is the cool stuff that you explain that ends up making it that much better. But why isn't he doing that? Why? Because there's no room. He ends up throwing all this stuff in an oversized first issue that still doesn't have the space for him because he's just throwing everything. And I think that he's trying to impress some people who are re- like real big, long time. Oh, my God. He mentioned this. He mentioned that. That's fine for people who are in the know. But with this, this is a lot of stuff being thrown at people to then at the end just get a magic arrow hit, get, you know, a guardian well, even and go that, down. To get and- to the idea of this, this freaking, you know, guardian Chinese finger trap that we have as a monster here that's starting to take out everybody. The way that we defeat it, like I said, the idea, like the only way to bring the peace is not to like fight. So this is what they do. But we learned this information from a space Native American of some sort. He just comes out of nowhere. And it's like this. The Guardian's built to defy any such attack. It's written in the Book of Oa. I'm sitting here like, the fuck did you read the Book yeah, of Oa? Really? He anyway, says he did. He had John Stewart. It's like this. It. Citizen, you need to evacuate. It's not safe here. It's like, my knowledge may help you, Lantern. I've studied the book. Before the Manhunters, the Guardians create. I'm like, we have this guy who is just like you know exposition thrower out of nowhere he walked out of the shadows he might as well just walked right back and as soon as he was done doing all the exposition that we needed to solve the problem that was set up for no real reason yeah i actually think that they're going to make a play that he uh was like a a race on oa that nobody really knew of and like an indigenous race that ends up knowing i want to make him this weird white lantern that you know when you have the rookie green lanterns how they don't have like a lot of times they don't have the symbol on their yeah, chest yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. And like I want to make it so there are the white lanterns that's continuing off when we left the new Guardians book where to, to secure the life equation and the anti-life equation and all that when when Kyle Rayner was How, a white how Lantern, cool would it be he, if he got one of those rings that Kyle let well, loose he said, the deal? Not, not even that where like he's actually working towards that whole thing where it's almost like the Power Rangers thing where everybody wears the color that they are when they power up all the time where he's just wearing this white thing. He has like a, a glowing yeah. sphere on his chest with no symbol. Like, why would he know about the Book of Oa, all these different things, when he just seems to be some random alien? He does. Like, he, John Stewart doesn't even recognize him as having any, He's you wearing know, a white headband. Yeah. Come on, he's got to be some kind of rookie white lantern. Damn because right. Because there has to be some secret white lantern core cool out there that nobody too, knows right? about. Yeah, maybe that is. Maybe he shows up. But they, it's weird, too. Like, there's what I don't understand, the idea. You know, I have read the, you know, the Book of Owen and John Stewart's well, just like, when you do that? Yeah, why, why isn't he reacting to this? Why isn't he like, whoa, whoa, who are you? Like, who are you, bro? Uh, like, even when you do this, because like the emotional spectrum and like this dude's all like, hmm, I've never been comfortable with that description. Yeah. Love is, rage is, fear is, but life, death, no. Greed, compassion, hope. What are they? The results of choice and, and I actually will. Will these guys are so freaking simpatico right now? They're yeah. finishing each other's sentences. Oh my god! Look at them. We got more bros. Uh, actually, I think that you're onto some. I think that this is going to be a guy who's part of some sort of deal where they were what was before, and it's like a combination. I, I don't know. But it, it's going to be like it's going to be like a white lantern type deal, but without being a white lantern. I don't know because where's the reaction to this? <laughs> this is like okay. I don't know who you are, citizen. Who are you, but strange alien? Citizen, he says. Uh, but yeah. With all this knowledge and then that I don't have as core leader? And then all it is, the Guardians built that, you know, big thing that ends up, you know, coming out the peace deal uh, to consume all chaos, all disorder. But it is as much a riddle as it is a weapon. Uh, and then he's like, be gone. Pretty deep. <laughs> Does he just step back into Native the shadows American. then? Uh, he, like, disappears. Uh, but yeah, John's like, all right, everybody, power down. 
And I don't know. You get the focus on John, which is cool. We get a little Simon yeah. Baz. We get a little Kelly, but not enough. And you all this stuff just thrown at shit. you. Yeah, guy, and then you get a hologram of House, and he's oh, but doing even stuff. Do Kyle's back at the Vegas system, right? Well, even when you're talking about this whole thing, when it starts out, before we get to the big battle and the you know discussion about the United Federation of Planets, when Hal Jordan is projecting himself on Owen to talk to John about he's what's going on, he's projecting too, isn't he's he? On, guy? Or, he's a jerk. No, he's the biggest. He's very closed off <laughs> yes, in my mind. Carol will tell you the same. Uh, but this whole thing where. We are setting up what the book is and why we have certain characters where even, you know, having, you know, uh, Jessica Cruz at the sector house during the lights out event, which yeah. we saw in future state. We know why she's there, but when how is while, talking right? about these, the, the crux worlds need to be safe during this whole thing. For one thing, I'm not sure what the crux worlds are. And they're saying this like, I should know, but like, you know, this planet's moons are secure. This is what Jessica's doing. I'm like, all right, what's so special about these planets' moons that Jessica yeah. Cruz has to go and do this I don't whole think thing? Be anything. And they're like, and don't worry, everybody, because Kyle Rayner, he's at Ragashoon in the Vegas system. And I'm like, well, for one thing, the, the Lantern shouldn't have any jurisdiction in the Vegas no, system. No, they so don't. I don't know why you're saying this. And saying that Ragashoon is secure, yeah. which is only a city on the planet of Rashashoon. And the thing yeah. is, that city, Ragashoon, it's a prostitute it's a prostitute. city. That's why they said he's good. He's busy. Buddy. Our prostitutes are going to be like, good. Wait, Kyle got to go to Ragashoon? That was my thing. But yeah, right there you it's said, though, weird things. they don't have jurisdiction. In the Vegas system, that's a huge thing. And you throw it out there as if they do because you're just throwing out the crux names. Worlds. Then you're throwing out art, Zillia Socks. Like, the idea that they are finally coming to, oh, hey, you guys, we, we want to see if you want to get involved. The minute that they're like, what the hell are the Red Lanterns here? And the Corrigar and Sinestro like, bullshit. That's nonsense. That You're going to vote on us? With this piece of well, shit, you get here? off. I mean, seriously. look at the company you keep, assholes. I mean, the idea that we have new clue. Yeah, like you're lucky this bitch hasn't collected your yeah, asses seriously. yet. Seriously, I mean, that's what's gonna happen. You like bottom studs, yeah? And that's and, what I imagine. She's a spokesperson who's taken in all the freaking. That's votes. all like, everything she's doing. Thing is, she's just actually collecting all these yeah. people. That's all it is. Because she'll, look, I'm the the spokesperson here. Everybody, come around Would me. Would be funny. <laughs> the, like we need somebody to collect the votes. Oh, I'll do that. I'm there. <laughs> I'm very good at that. I was born yeah, for this shit. Just the idea of they're sitting there and like, well, let's see. You Guardians, you've been around a while. You, you messed up a couple times. Like, messed up? Sinestro's in the Red Lanterns. I mean, these guys don't have hearts. Seriously. Oh, my goodness gracious. But it's there for wow moments. It's there to make you think that this book is got dominators bigger. here. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand that whole concept there. Big eyeballs. They're there. They're looking. And those guys always pay attention. It's weird, though, when they have the whole, like, you know, Jakul, like, it does not accept or something like that. I'm like, it would have been cooler, I think, if you would have had, like, you know, Zod and his family there as the representatives oh, of Jakul. I would love Jakul. it if you end up having, you know, his son there. Uh, just Lord because, Zod? Yeah, Lord Zod, because, you know, he's, you know, in place. Like, what does a kid know? I don't know. Uh, just, I can't get past Because in my other. mind, he, he's just like Damian Wayne with how, yeah. like, oh, know, yeah. how he thinks he knows everything and is, like, you know, it's better than adults Which, and anybody else. I know people would get mad, but why not be get, amazing why not get him with Damian right now when you don't have John as a young kid? Now, get that to make that weird super son, right? and Damian Wayne. Yeah, because now even Who's Damian's superior? going a little worse off. So, yeah, they're like the evil super sons. That'd be cool. That would be, and what would be the best is Damien would actually have to be the one that's the light. <laughs> He's like, whoa, 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 you're real out of hand, dude. Uh, but yeah, just seeing atrocities. Where Zod went to go teach Damien, but it turned out Damien taught him, he how, taught to him how to kill. You, you end up where I, I can't get past that atrocities. It's just there. He's like, hey, everything's fine over here. He's. I'd love Fuck it if he had a fake mustache on. I, I don't know. He's <laughs> like, I don't know who this atrocities is. They're like, no, 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 we see you. 
pal. Yeah, that's what he is now. And they're like, uh, what, what's that there now? Oh, that's just not the silliest socks. That's the meatball. They're like, all right, I'll go. In. And who's that? Oh, that's just Belize. It's like, okay, the, the chick is up, man. We know it's you. Oh, damn it. And he puts out his mustache and then kills everybody. Spits out his freaking awful acid blood and then goes take a, a swim in the blood pool. It's it, just the idea. Such nonsense. Uh, hopefully it'll There's get better. some strange decisions it's that some were made weird for this t- first issue of my so mind. It's so over with, the top course, though. A focus completely. I know. It is. There's no focus at all. You're throwing out a lot of stuff. Like, with all of this, you even said earlier the idea of who is going to police the universe now. Is it going to be yeah. the Green Lanterns? Is it the Brigade? Like, that's interesting. And I want to see more of that. Set that up first before. Don't have this nonsense of every single person in this galaxy show up at OA for this vote and make it so that everything's just thrown in a pot and stirred around. You could have had this whole idea where they come first to kind of discuss, hey, listen, you're not part of the Federation. We got to figure out. And that's where OA is like, we got to get involved in this. The Green Lanterns are not going to be anything deal. viable now. So yeah. we need to be a part of this. We have nothing. Set that up first. Don't just have them just show up like or we're even on the idea. Do the Guardians have to step up or play a faux hand here? Like, do we have to worry about what we're going to do to these people if we don't agree with their ways mm-hmm. of policing the universe? Like, we'll become a United Federations versus the Guardians in the future. I'm like, that's some interesting storytelling, yeah. which I want to see more of. And all of a sudden, you have a fucking elf archer from D&D yeah. shoot a goddamn guardian in the heart with a fire arrow. I thought the I'm elf like, needed food badly. That's what I was saying. <laughs> even with that, I would have even liked the idea because you know damn well that those size cells are food. those size cells are full of a bunch of guys. That there would be that idea of well, if you join, you got to get you know kind of like prisoner exchange and oh, stuff well, like that. I'd like, like to how see many that. people are in the science cells from these you know planets? That's that what I'm saying. Recognized. Yeah, because we see some real big villains involved here. Like who, who from the Yellow Lanterns are there? Who's there? Goldface around? I don't even know what you end up having. Goldface is dead. I know. Yes, but who knows in this? But you could have some. Oh real shit! You in- might have been brought back. Jim. Yeah, I know. You could New have Frontier. some real interesting things though that you could set up. Well, Korgar says they'll be involved in this if you let that person Fear. out, or you do this, or the way that we set this up. We kind of had it earlier in the Green Lanterns book, but the idea of. Okay, every guardian or every Green Lantern has to be teamed up with a Yellow Lantern and a Red Lantern. We could even get our new Guardian stuff, but but you don't get any of that. This is just surface level nonsense. We may get stuff as we go on, but that's the sort of thing that I well, think this could by set the up. End, when the Guardian is killed and is turned to ash, and it's like next issue funeral for a Guardian, but like. It's just some rando new guardian that you don't know. Do we have to really care about a funeral for a new guardian that was just thrown in here? You have no attachment to? No, you don't. Eric. I'm letting you off the hook because really, you, you don't. I also just like it's like all of a sudden you see the faces of that. Oh, there's Sinestro at the end, but I'm like, hey, who's this? You know, <laughs> like, there's, oh my god, there's the sleaze stacks. Yeah, I know. Where's Chaka? And then you have like Walrus face, blue guy. Any like, good gorilla? Like, yeah, why is Congo here? I, I just don't get. Like, you're supposed to be like, oh my god, I wonder what they think. <laughs> the one's like, I'm from the trench. I need to go eat is what it looks like it's saying. Uh, but, yeah, I just don't get it uh, throughout all this, the decisions that were made to force all this stuff in. But by the end, I'm just like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to go with. What are you going to continue with here? I want just Kelly, Simon, you know, and John figuring out things and maybe throwing the brigade to oh, see Kyle how they Rainer fit in. The Kyle Rayner. Yeah, I'd like to see that. That's an annual. Eric, next annual, <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, we're going to be uh, having some fun uh, with that. But, yeah, overall, what would you give us? 
I love the art in this entire issue, and I love yeah, a lot I of the show. concepts in here. As long as you know Jeffrey Thorne can come in here and pinpoint what he wants to do, and actually make it like you know a, a legitimate story out of one of these concepts, and then you know come back and do all of them eventually, it's just I don't need them all at once. I need him to find a focus to what he wants to write about going forward. But I don't hate this issue. I like a lot of the concepts. I just wish it was depicted better than it was here with a lot of weird name drops and call outs that don't matter in the long run. But a six point five out of ten. Yeah, I'm going to six and. At the end, it's funny because that guy comes in and even that just throw in a guy who's like, I read the book of O. I mean, that's huge, but it's pushed aside. But what this actually reminds me of with with all the concepts that are being thrown at you and all these things being said, it does actually remind me like at the end of Jeff John's run where you were reading out of the book of Owen, and then this happens and this it's well, almost like Nestral in the future telling you what's going to happen even though it never happened yeah yeah that that's what this reminds me of of all these things that are set up but they don't feel like a lot of them will continue and that a lot of them are real important i think that he thinks a lot of these things like oh yeah i, I dealt with that and that was just the setup to this but there's a lot of stuff that's involved here that could be cool i just am worried that you know, we're not Jeffrey gonna have the Thorne, time. I and gotta stuff. know though, are you gonna talk about John Stewart's tattoo green lantern ring that no. he has that somehow like has his powers? He's not gonna do that. I mean, Kelly's not even hacking anymore. She's just there and I it just okay. I just want Jeffrey Thorne's hacking a little bit. There's so here. many cool things that could happen in some little time, but then there's yeah, all on, of these things. On the are opposite very cool. side though, there's these bullshit things that are thrown in that make no sense. Like the Vegas, even the Vegas system, like you said, oh, he's watching that. No, no, no. He couldn't do that, and he's at a crux world, Jim. The, the crux world, uh, but like, yeah. And the thing is, you're even throwing out this the crux world, but you named a city. Yeah, we require a status report on the crux worlds. Well, yeah, you got. And then also the moons of this other world. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think you're really going with these worlds. Like, hey, uh, somebody check in with with uh, Kyle. Hey, he's whoring it up. He's getting the ladies. He's there. It just is weird, but. Uh, hopefully, you, hopefully Good he is able to kind of, uh, you know, get things under control and focus on Real a couple of things. But this is now the third issue of things that we've read with him. And, and just as his writing style, I don't like his, uh, he wrote it and I, I was bored throughout. He ended up writing uh, two issues that I barely could even keep myself awake because it was just dialogue thrown at you with names and oh, things no, with that. His stories were definitely the worst of all the yeah. stuff that we dealt with. And now we kind of get thing. now I, seems the same thing. Like he, was re- he was really all about this no power, John Stewart being a freaking like a And that's a the solicits coming up with this. Yeah. That's the only reason they point out that Kelly's lights thing out. does not go into the battery. It's so that when the lights go out, she can still have it, which, you know, that that's it. Uh, but yeah, it's just, I'm talking about... I think about- they pointed out in the whole thing, too, and, like, I think it was actually uh, stuff I was looking at to make sure that I knew what I was talking about. For the most part, I was going through the season two of The Green Lantern towards the end, where it seemed like they were really trying to tell you how how Jordan's AI or something about his ring is different than the rest. So I think, okay. you know, we know that he made his ring from pure yeah, will, yeah, pure but will. we didn't know what that meant. So it did seem from the end of that series how they were saying how, how Jordan could have his power yeah. and nobody else did as well as no. like no, no, Keen no. Lantern. And so, yeah, uh, just... The idea of just throwing, because in the future state books, Jeffrey Thorne was like just throwing in names and stuff with that other, you know, bunch of space guys that were there with John. Like nothing really hit, and he just keeps going. Kick cat, yeah, something like that. Kick cat. Uh, but yeah, with that, I, I just hope it gets better. I, I would like to enjoy a Green Lantern book, but we're going to go off now. That's all I want to do. Yeah, we'll go off now. It will just go off and, you know, we'll all pray for that. But yeah, let's go off and we'll be back with some more books. Well, he stares into the mirror, moosing up his hair. 
Blows kisses to himself And he really thinks that tear is terrible That's just average shape Looking for a star scream Or maybe a hubcap So Tom's money buying all that crap Well, that's just every shade. That is Eric. You buy any converters this week? Have, you, have you bought the converters? Has ya? <laughs> Away. Hey, hey, hey. Galuli. We are here with two uh, last books here. I know that a lot of people uh, don't really seem to like this crime syndicate book. It seems like there's always got to be a book that people shit on. Half the time I look at these reviews, I don't know if they read it. The problem is I hate that. When we like something and then an issue isn't as good And then we're like, oh man We want to be there to say like, hey, come on everybody It it happened actually With the, uh, you know, Freedom Fighter Like it does happen Freedom Fighter is still good overall in my mind It was good overall, but it started to wane At the end, and so we were still Like, hey, and we kept saying Like, this is a little down, but it's still great And it was, it it was a really fun deal Um, But this, this Crime Syndicate book just comes out and People seem to have already made their minds up about the idea. Well, see, people of, oh, seem I'm not to be pissed like off at the crime scene to begin with because they're really opposed to the mirror dark versions of a Just League. Just off the basis of that alone, yeah. they're like, I don't like this because it's not my hero. And it's but weird, right? Because it's that's cool, always the thing. And that's the thing is I personally love dark doppelgangers of our heroes. Anytime you can do that, I always have a good like, you know, just evil twins twirling a goddamn mustache of a character that you love. Or it's like uncles, like Uncle Jesse's evil uncle. From no, Greece, no, like no, you like no, that? No, not at all. He, but he was this, sexed up. He wanted Rebecca. It was a little handsy. This whole time. thing with Andy Schmidt giving the opportunity to, like, you know, tr- pretty much take Earth three and build it up from the ground up after the big old reboot of the Omniverse after Death Metal and stuff like that. That is a cool idea because we didn't get a lot of the crimes to get or Earth three ever since you know the New Fifty Two happened. Because as soon as you got him, essentially, it's like, oh yeah, Earth three is already destroyed, and now here the crimes that's come yeah. here, and now they're dead. I'm like. You, you just squandered all the cool That's stuff you could have done with this. That's what's weird about it, too, because when I'm still reading reviews, and you could say, well, they're dummies, but still, I wish that maybe, you know, somebody like a Tempest Fusion out of lived, Eric, and he could be the presenter. He could do a little Twilight Zone and, and give us. He's a, from the dark multiverse. Give, this is the At least just give yeah. everybody. But he was watching everything, Eric. He was a watcher. And no, he, the monitor's I, a watcher. You need somebody, though, to tell because people. Because people don't realize. A lot of people just are taking this as a Elseworlds book that is just giving you an origin of the crime syndicate, but they don't realize that this is the new origin of Earth 3 and the crime syndicate. I see, like, why do we need this again? Well, because it's important. And it's maybe, all new, all different. And maybe that's because Andy Schmidt in himself is not giving us, you know, something that seems to be as hard-hitting as we thought it might be after that first issue. As I was this hoping. One. Yeah, and so I, I don't know. This is stuck in a weird position right now that, you know, it's equaled up. I like the first issue. I, I don't necessarily love this one, but the next one's going to be real important of where the, really the scales is. tip. And by the end, I really just wanted to be able to get out of this with a really cool new crime syndicate where you said to me before we started, you, the world's your oyster here. You are giving you us a new anything. deal. You can do whatever you want. And he's seeming to go a little too generic with it, not explaining some things. And I really think that, you know, he should just go for it. And by the end, we go, oh, my God, this is awesome. That's a new crime syndicate. When we put them away for a while, hoping that, oh, I wonder when they're going to come back. And that's cool because we're on the ground floor. We're going to know all about them then. We're going to know what makes them tick. But this this issue kind of veers away from the coolness that I thought we had in the first issue. But you give me your blur there. 
Crime Syndicate number two, written by Andy Schmidt with art by Kieran McCowan, with Dexter Vine, Steve Olaf, Rob Lee, Brian Hitch, and Alex Sinclair. For how excited I was for reimagining of Earth 3 and the villains that make it up, not to mention seeing the formation of the Crime Syndicate, this issue, while continuing the story, doesn't feel like it's living up to the task that it was set out to do. While everything should feel big and important, it comes off smaller than I would like, and the origin story back is kind of doing the opposite of what they should be doing, because where I should come away hyped, all I can think about is how much I like the origins we had previously. Yeah, and that's the problem. We're not getting anything cooler or better. And if you're going to reinvent this, I mean, you could go, DC, I'm saying, could just say, the multiverse and the omniverse now, it always fixes itself. So you could just have them come back just the way they were if you wanted to. You could just, but they're trying to do something different. We're trying to see, and there's not a lot of books that are going on right now that have that deal of pretty much seeing from the, you know, we're in the front row here seeing a remaking of a world in the omniverse and it's coming off a bit too generic and it's ending up not hitting as well. Like well, the you thing said, is, it's really first kind of issue. cool to have Star of the Conqueror coming in and being like the thing that we had in the original Just League of America, which this is the thing that brought all the heroes together. This is the thing that's bringing all these villains together. And when you have this, though, you know, Andy Schmidt's doing something new where it's not Lois Lane as Superwoman in the Amazon anymore. It's Donna Troy. And it doesn't even feel like he knows what he wants to do with that character because in the solicits, they call her superior. And throughout this whole thing, they call her Superwoman. So I don't know what they're doing here. And even the idea of bringing in a John Stewart power ring, but not even calling him power ring. He's more of the Emerald Knight now. And the powers are different. And this not as fun and or cool, it's not especially as when fun you have a, like a cool. core going on. But like, how does that work? Oh, we're not dealing with that right now. Maybe in his yeah. backup. But like. Okay, I guess, because the thing is, right now, the Donna Troy backup and the you know, like, uh, the Emerald Knight John Stewart backup are the ones I care about the most because these are new ca- characters, yeah, new no. versions. I want to know more about them, and I'm not getting that from the main story. Now, with, when you have the Ultraman backup and the Owlman backup, I have these, and they're just kind of lackluster in the whole thing. Even the idea that Owlman, like, you know, Thomas Wayne Jr., like his brother Bruce and his parents were killed in an alley, and for whatever reason throughout that, he trained to be a crime fighter and a good guy. Until he finds out that his parents were criminals as well. And ever since, I was like, I want to die. And yeah, I, I don't care else what to I die do now. Too. I'm but take it has it to be a down. worthy death. It almost is that whole thing where like Batman at the beginning of Tom King's run. Alfred, is this is a, this a worthy death? death? That's all, he's to see. all he wants to do is die. But nothing is a worthy death for him. And it's just such a weird term because out of nowhere, he's a crime fighter taking out the scum of Gotham City to avenge his parents. He finds out the criminals. All of a sudden, he's the comedian. It's all a joke. Yeah, 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 really. Is this a good death outfit? Well, you're kind of like surfing on an airplane. That's yeah, pretty bad. You no, know, we had uh, it before that the outsider, Alfred Pennyworth of Earth 3, in the previous continuity that we had with, you know, the re- New 52 reboot and stuff like that, where the outsider murdered his parents in front of him. And, like, you know, him and, you know, Thomas Wayne Jr., like, were teamed up to, like, you know, get rid of these weaklings in his family and stuff like that. I'm like, that was a really cool concept that we did a lot with. Even the idea of having a Dick Grayson where Owlman killed his family so he could replace his brother Bruce with this other younger guy who then became a psychic talent. All this stuff. Even when we have the idea that we have a court of owls, it seems like going on and left talents and stuff like that in the background, even possibly motivating Owlman. There's weird references in this, but you never get to see it. No, you don't. And that's the thing. I'm worried now. Now we, we have issues to go and things like that, but it's even like I, I was going to mention when we were just talking about the Green Lantern number one. I, I understand it's a first issue. You can end up and in here you can end up filling some things in, but you're already seeing trends and the things that you're getting that are already replacing stuff. It's just not as cool. And that that's the worst when you end up. OK, you get to do a new thing and you're you're doing less. 
And you, again, and it's not even just the idea because you love the crime syndicate. You do. I'm not that huge with them, but I do like the cool aspects. And this kind of takes them away to make them very generic, but with these weird asides that could be cool that we don't see. And, and, and so with that, and just as a way this, this issue plays out, you, you continue to do these little call outs like editor's notes, see the trade that'll never come out, the 101 owls and, you know, things like that as a joke. I actually wish, and I said to you, I wish that that was the way that backup. you have a backup. Do that for the back. Like you're, you're trying to be funny, but what, yet I'm thinking, why don't you go full into this? And that's the backup. Just throw it in when he's like, well, Alfred, you know how I was at the beginning. See, the origin year one owl man and that's what we get at the back including like a, a fake cover and things to go and like oh my god we are there and you go but make these things interesting make them different and not hint at things that we probably aren't going to have enough page space and time by the end to get to because hints and things like that aren't going to wow us here and they're not wowing anybody else who you're already fighting an uphill battle because people don't like you said for some reason they don't want to get a new version of this or they don't like the evil doppelgangers yeah. of it and so you read this and you're like. you're not being shown the reason why they are cool the reason why it is neat because you're not really getting a lot like i sit there and like you said you have harold jordan power ring before where he's scared and it was it was he fun. was a victim of power ring yeah and yeah and so you end up really having it's not just you know, black and white, dark and like, like it, it had nuances to it. And it ended up making not just evil dub. They actually were cool characters that you wanted to see more of. And if people don't know, these characters have been around a long time. It's oh, yeah. not just like they just showed up at, you know, New 52. Even. These are old characters that have evolved and things like that. But when you get this. You even had antimatter versions of them yeah, for a while. Yeah. The Grant Morrison played yeah, with Yeah, you have a too. ton of things with them. Uh, because when they were just thrown out there way, way back, people were interested. Oh, that's cool. So then they evolved and things like that. But with this, it just feels like it, it does. Like you said, when I said it's an Elsa, it does feel like an Elseworld story that doesn't matter. But it does. We're we're seeing the one thing also, like, I want to have our heroes like, hey, somebody check on Earth 3 in this new Omniverse. And they got to get together or stuff. But you end up where I'm not that interested in the actual particulars of the characters well, themselves the, thing is, and the characters i think are over like the, the coolest thing about this issue is the idea that starro is invading these world this, this world and all the little stars are going around and they're going after metahumans starro the conqueror is creating an army because as big and bad as starro the conqueror is there's actually something worse out there that's coming and he is preparing himself for a battle of epic proportions where he needs to take over all these metahumans that's why initially he's letting Owlman go because he was looking for metahumans. Well, but that's also the thing the with Admiral that, Knight, Eric. Who is it's a completely. This is this is a hundred percent Space Jam. That he has shown up. The and Mike, Michael Jordan is not a basketball player at that time, so he ends up grabbing all these basketball players, not realizing that the best one is actually playing baseball at that point. Where you let Alman go, he's not a meta. He doesn't know any better, and you get the Michael Jordan there of Alman to be that big bad to stop them. I, I actually, I was reading this. I'm like, it's exactly. Space Jam here. Where's <laughs> Bill Murray? And you know, Starro's the they day. just don't know. Uh, but it made me giggle when I thought of that. But yeah, uh, you even have a bunch of the other metas that you get thrown in here as I almost see like more flavor. Of them. Like he looks That's like the, the evil Elastigirl, the evil Doctor Fate. I'm like, even the like the, the Scarlet Scarab and stuff like that. I'm like, I need to see more of these other metas or supervillains of this thing because even when you talk about the opposite, which Earth 3 is, anything that's good is bad, and vice versa, and stuff like that, we're like 
Owlman being a hero until he's a villain, but he has a back cave where it seems like all his enemies are encased in glass as a, a floor for him. And I'm like, now, is this when he was like a bad guy? Because you have a riddle looking guy who has a question mark on his face who looks all messed up. I'm like, you can't tell me that he was a good guy. A but good like, guy, did yeah. Owlman then kill him and encase him in the floor? Like, there is so much backstory where Owlman has already taken over everybody, like, you know, taken out anybody who could oppose him. But in what context? Because you're telling me for a long time there he was a hero. Yeah, 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 and, and that's the problem, why. and that's that's the issue here. And I think that I think that he's Andy Schmidt's playing at the idea of like, well, there's Batman, like he's a dark hero and does what it takes, but not. It's a weird thing that he almost seems to be playing that sometimes. Well, sometimes Batman isn't as great, but it doesn't play out as well for me. And then having Alfred there, and you just want the outside, like everything that I see here, I just want the better version that we well, had even before. When you and have, that's you the know, Ultraman who's taken over by Starro. And, you know, Starro is trying to recruit Donna Troy, the superwoman or superior, whatever you want to go with, because I don't know what Danny Schmidt wants to go with. But they're fighting because we need to add her to the collective here for the army. And there's a gigantic fight that leads to space all the way back down from Arnold DC. And she's kind of generic where it's just like, you're a man and I don't like men and you're an ultra boy, not an ultra man. And it's, it's just thrown out there over and over again through all the conversation they have throughout this fight. And it just doesn't feel like it does anything for the character besides for the ideas like yeah she's an amazon at surface they, they don't level like men yeah it's surface level it's just going with he's just going completely with okay they're opposites and what are they oh she doesn't like men oh there's ultraman he's and and nothing gives you that deep dive that i think that we need to go out of this and say all right we have a new you know we have a new crime syndicate this just doesn't feel important it doesn't feel like it really matters when it really should and then you get the backup with Owlman, and, and well, that even the whole doesn't thing do anything we either. Get to the backup, but the whole idea that you know Owlman has taken it to, upon himself to save the day and come to the thing because all the metas are pretty much useless because they're all taken over by Staros. He just happens to have a power ring, freaking lantern at his uh, at his back cave from like the previous power ring before Emerald Knight, and it's like all right, I, I, he hacks into this so he can take over Emerald Knight, John Stewart's ring. Freaking download all the information about Star that he needs because Star has been leaving the Emerald Knight in Central City alone, which I feel is weird that John Stewart's in Central City, but he is. And it's like he's he's being left alone because it seems like the Emerald Knights of this universe are the arch rivals of Star the Conqueror, so they don't want to screw around with him. So it's almost like the way the Reach were, the Blue Beetle Reach with the Green Lanterns, whenever they're like, those are the arch rivals, you don't want to be around them because the Scarab will just take over and try to kill a Green Lantern. It seems along those lines, but we just have this whole thing like, you know. John Stewart doesn't seem to know much about his power or what he's doing, and I don't understand why. It's just like, okay, Al Man needs to save the day, so we got to keep all the information that we have a little bit quiet for now on because we can't have you know things work out too quickly. Yeah, yeah, and that's and like John Stewart in the core, like you said, you want to see more of that. But especially we're not you, talk about of- a power ring core. You've piqued my interest because even when Simon Baz back in the Green Lantern series at the beginning of Rebirth. When he had the emerald sight and he saw a wormhole open, oh, all the these power rings in like, you know, invade or the prime earth here. I'm like, I need to see more of that a, a power ring core. That's the coolest thing I've heard. We never got to see it. But now we're in a remade Earth 3. We know that's going on. I'm like, but we're not doing anything with it. We don't even understand this new idea of the power ring core because it's obviously not Volthoon in the way he would charge and like feed off the person's fear in order for his power to be thick because Harold Jordan terrible fearful coward that's why he was power that's why he was chosen because it was feeding off the fear yeah and it's weird because where's you know the opposite and the the thing with that and it's just 
I just don't get it. And, and it ended and up throwing me off. loves Johnny Quick, which you, you'll get, I think, every issue, which I hate this Johnny Quick look. But you, you don't you like around, that he has the, the, the chain on the, the wallet. The chain belt yeah. and the freaking off <laughs> I don't the need that. I don't need the wallet With his prison orange pants yeah, and no you shit. Know, that's what he needs. He's out in the He's yard you know, pumping sunglasses. iron. It's like an easy Oz. But uh, even when you have this whole thing, when you have this fight going outside of like Arnold DC at the Capitol building and the White House and all these different things with these Starros and people opposing Starros and stuff like that, it looks like you have this group of Black Adams. I'm like, I want to know more about that. Like, like if you look at them, they have like the lightning, like the lightning bolt going down the black suits. I'm like, oh shit, what is this? Don't you worry about that. That's, that's <laughs> just background filler. I'm like, no, tell me and, what's going on with well, this. Well, that's the problem is. Like we were even saying about the Jeffrey Thorne Greenlight, you're throwing a lot out there to try to impress people, whatever. But when you're doing a book that you're supposed to be giving us the building blocks of this new team, New Earth 3, you can't you can't hint at things that you're not going to necessarily get to, or at least you shouldn't do it that much. And this has more hints and more ideas where we we are getting to, we're never going to get to the fireworks factory because the fireworks factory are all these cool things that you want to see. And it doesn't look like he's concerned with that. He's more concerned with that being flavor, like, oh, my God, like it's a lived in or three and all these things are going on. But these are really fun concepts of the things just when those, you know, guys show up when you have John Stewart there and they're like, you know, it's a night of Oa. Let's go and attack. And you see all these crazy characters. And I don't think we're going to ever see even death what's going storm. on. I want to see yeah, more I saw some death storm, storm right there. Storm's awesome. And, and to have that front and center, that's what I'm saying, like. Oh man, what you're wasting this. Miss Martian's following up the lead there as well as the I guess I'm gonna call him Scarlet cool. Scarab. I don't know if that's what he goes by, but that's what I'm calling him right now. Looks like you have the evil negative girl there. And like, yeah, I see I, negative I girl. Know yeah, more about this. Yeah, it looks Dr. really Kate. cool. It looks really cool with those things, but they're just kind of there to be cool, but not be much more. But that's also what you're getting with the regular characters as well, especially John Stewart and this, you know, power ring core that we don't see again. We'll probably get a little bit of the backup, but the backups haven't been that great already. They're they're just not like even with the idea of, of Ultraman, when we saw that deal with the twist and turn of how he was raised and he had peace I'm not of a freeloader, like, Mom Pie. You're yeah, the freeloaders, and I, I don't like you anymore. It's like really that's what JFK. we're basing what? this on. <laughs> like, really, that's it. And then you know, in this one, it's just kind of like okay, it's just Batman and he's, Harvey you know, Bullock. You murdered the way yeah, that's the Gotham wow into moment. a downward spiral. You're going to jail for the rest of your life. And I'm like, all right, that's weird, Al man. But whatever. And the whole idea then it becomes. Look, he was working for Boss Gordon, and the Waynes went and killed his son. Yeah, so they were you killing think there's the Waynes. Retribution. Yeah. So Harvey Bullock then went and killed Bruce Wayne, Thomas, Martha Wayne. Now that freaking you know that but Thomas Wayne Jr. Al man discovers that his parents were bad guys. <laughs> Nothing matters anymore. All right, Al man. Thank you. Hey there. I was gonna send you to the to the prison. Now I'm sending you to the morgue. And he throws them off. Like, hey, have fun, Alan Rickman. It He's doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. Just this whole idea where that he finds out about this. It's, it's a quick turn. Like this has been his entire being for years. Essentially, as Batman. Just imagine if Batman discovered, oh shit, my out parents were criminals. Or like his, and then it's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is funny and it's like poor chill. like you know it's like the idea is like you know he just decides out of nowhere that nothing matters anymore he's just going to be a psychopath I'm like what a fucking turn now he's going to be rooting tooting he just and a plus with that i love the idea it's like as harvey's falling i was lying <laughs> it's just like he doesn't even know it yet he didn't figure it out before it's just oh that's what happened okay nothing matters. like even at this point in time it's like come on you don't want to become a killer like them 
Gordon let you live. I let you live. Your parents tried to kill his whole family. He's like, poor choice of words. Wait, spare me. You don't kill. Remember, you have a code. I'm like, this is the opposite of Batman. Up until 2012, he had a code that he was a superhero and not didn't kill people. I'm like, this is not Owlman. This is weird. Yeah, but that was the, that's when they rebooted Erica. The new, it's just, it's kind of. My weird. family were bad guys. Turns out I don't have a code no more. Murder, murder, murder. Code out, Sam. Where's my guns? And yeah, Martha. it's just nonsense. <laughs> it's just kind of nonsense. I mean, and where it's people. It's so disappointing. I know I'm it is. Well, it's disappointing because this. we wanted to really like it and we did like the way that it was playing out. So, well, even the concept like, alone of building Earth yeah. 3 from the ground up and doing whatever you want. Like the idea that I can pish posh and come in as the continuity kid about this yeah. because there is no continuity. You are doing everything for the first time new right now. I'm like, this is exciting. And it's showing the first thing going on with this Omniverse. This is what it's showing. It's showing how these things will kind of rebuild and what might happen and, and the coolness. But you look at this and like, really? Isn't that cool? I went to chat. I went back. I went back to what we had before. Damn you, Batman who laughs in Perpetua. I Look need you me some freaking Ultraman store and some kryptonite dust. Yeah, that's every what now I need. Again. I need them being a user, is what I need. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but even that, that, even that weird deal of him snorting kryptonite, it's such a cool concept of yeah. a piece of shit. A piece of shit gotta Superman. Got that sun and do a lot of kryptonite. Yeah, a piece a of shit tonight. Superman doesn't need to just, you know heat vision people and put their fists through the chest you have these little things and that get like just that the snorting deal it makes him such a piece of shit like that in that little quick that doesn't ah. need a lot of effort and then you know then he gets all wired up and then goes and take, taunts, take this left taunts john i'm gonna rub it on my gums he's like a i'm gonna go here. yeah mm. get there and then he goes into the volcano starts yelling at john he's doing all that and again you know. with the omniverse and things changing like does this Ultraman have the knowledge of what happened to John with know. his time on they Earth? Don't, I don't think they change? would because of the idea that you're seeing this origin and there's not like, okay, well, here we go again. And I think that where they're going to play it out is that maybe Owlman will read. Because Owlman even what well, is the thing is the, the multiverse healed yeah. before Death Metal when Perpetua was still building stuff up because the world was destroyed. It healed, it brought him back, and that freaking Ultraman had all this knowledge of all the times he but fought But this Superman. is why I think this is neat, because the idea of this isn't a healing. This is an omniverse that is now being built that you think that a lot of things. But that's what I want this to show me. If all of a sudden he gets hit with this knowledge, oh, my God, we've got to get to the regular. There's other Earths. There's these people. Then we're like, okay, this is what happens. It then heals itself after it gets. But this omniverse but again, throws it's a in a wild thing, card. Too, because when we talk about this, this is the origin of the crime syndicate. Yeah. And we know that, you know, Owlman didn't become his freaking Owlman badass self until 2012. I'm like, where are we at? Is this present day That's when what the crime syndicate is just where, getting together? This is where I, I kind of – it gets this weird idea because, like I said – I'm expecting at one point when they come out of death metal, all the heroes, he just gets together like there's an omniverse. Okay, it's rebuilding. Okay, let's find out which one of these is our three and blow it up right now because nothing good comes from that. But you're getting this idea of an omniverse in this timeline that's opening up. So this would have happened Bold before. Move. Bold move. I'm telling you, I would do it though. Like nothing comes good. But you end up and then you realize because they blew it up, we're Earth 3, Eric. That is the twist dun, dun, at the dun. end. But no. Rod Serling, you did it again. I don't know. And then their glasses break. They can't read the books, Eric. They had all the time. time They had all the time in the world. Uh, But with that, you're kind of bringing it up to speed at one point. So, yeah. And at this point, though, you would think that this has already happened, that we're seeing that that's what gets a little wonky in my mind of trying to figure out what's going on, what happened. But, yeah, I think that. 
because it's the origin, you're just going back to that open timeline that starts it. But I wish that there was more of an importance put on the idea that this is a new crime syndicate, not the one that we always see come back pretty much the same because of the Omniverse. Now let's see what that means and what could possibly happen because I want to come out of this going, oh, my God, I wonder what happened with Earth 11. I wonder, you know, what's going on with Earth 23. Earth, like all these things, are they changed? Again, are there new things? Happen with that? Because you know, President know. Superman seems to be fine with Flash. That's going what I'm saying. This is where like, I, nothing what, was affected for him at eventually all. Eventually, we're going to go to that whole deal, the Justice Incarnate, where they are going to go and look around and things. I want this book to get me excited for that. I want this book to be like, oh my god, I wonder what the changes will be because boy, this is crazy. Um, but it ends up just feeling like. I mean, really, you know what this feels like? It feels like Man Bat, where we're just seeing some things going on. It's okay. We're getting some, you know, moments that we like, but nothing that ever feels important. And it should. This should be one of the, should be like you say, the most important book out there. But it should Should be something that means something. And they're using the crime syndicate not as the main deal, but as a way to show this omniverse being rebuilt. And then you have the cool crime syndicate with that. But you're not getting that. You're not, you're not getting anything in like I said, if you had like a, the monitor, somebody who is watching that can kind of explain to people, okay, this we don't is even know what the monitors up to. What, there's a yeah. race of monitors from when Grant Morrison did or anything. Well, yeah, you yeah. have no idea what the status quo is anymore ever since Death Metal. Like, I need the Tempest Future. <laughs> I just need somebody that at the beginning, you know, now, and just explain mind, the omniverse and what's going in your on. Mind, is Tempest Fuge not alive or dead right now? I don't we know. Saw at the end we of the Suicide die. Squad Future State number two, when Black Adam was going back well, through time say, to our yeah. present, that he ripped through him now is that. In the future that he ripped through him, or in the present day when he finally got back to the past, I think it or was somewhere or is in between, it out of time and every time. I don't know, but and also, why would he rip through the Tempest Fuge not going through the dark multiverse? I don't to get know. The past? I don't know, Eric. That, they, he took a detour Goodbye, in Albuquerque. Goodbye, Fuge. Uh, we like the Fuge, and I would love for him to just. I, I'm telling you, he pops up no here. More tales for you. He's got a hole in his, and he's just like, ugh. I'm, I'm I'm almost dead, but I just want to tell you here, this is the Omniverse, bitches. Things are going to be different. And even if it says, like, I, I could even go with the idea where you have these Earths that start out and there is a ripple effect because, I mean, what is the deal, Eric? You have a crime syndicate in an Earth 3 that is the opposite. So how do you get the opposite without the first first and all this ripple effect? And I would love to know and find out that this book shows you a ripple effect going through the Omniverse as it's made to set up maybe something. I'm getting wacky here. But Eric, the idea of the, oh my God, hey there, Calvin, President Superman, we better go because we got to stop this shit. There is a wave of nonsense going through this that started at this Earth 3. Let's stop it. Something like that. Something that makes me want to care and something that makes me. But again, like I said, how do you get an opposite without first having what came first? The chicken or the egg, Eric? I don't know, but I'd rather this at least be fun. And this wasn't that fun. It wasn't that fun. The thing is, I gave it a 7 out of 10 on the site because I do enjoy the I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 as well because I still enjoy some of the things. I'm going down to a 6.5 because talking about just maybe think of the nonsense with like the dialogue and what we're dealing with and actually more more of what we're not dealing with, what we should be dealing with. And I'm like, yeah, it's only issue number two. Yeah, but we should be doing a lot more. You're right. feeling a lot bigger than it is. I was going to give it a six five, and then you said seven. I'm like, I want to be positive with him because I do like the art, um, and I do like the idea of that some of the things. Weak as hell, some of the things thrown. It is. It's like your backhand, Eric, and ten is weak as hell, and hockey too. You're not very good with that. No, um, I'm not. But yeah, 
it, it seems like it's already getting to be a story of like, yeah, we're going to see a little surface level crime syndicate. We'll throw in a little window dressing there, death, you know, death storm and things that we really like, but we're not going to get much of. And so by the end, I'm, you can transmute organics. Yeah, I Jim. better. I'm. I'm going to go say. I, I better go six five because seven is is up there for my book of the week, and this is not my <laughs> book of the week. So I no. better. I better put it in perspective of other things. I still want it to be good, just to show those. Just the idea that it should be important, but I don't even know. What Andy Schmidt has been told and how important is even supposed to be while he's writing it. Like or, I said, the idea that in the preview solicits, she's like, you know, Donna Troy is called Superior, yeah. but then called Superwoman throughout this book. I'm like, does anybody know what's going I on I bet here you they DC just Comics? were like, he had an idea, and then they're like, no, 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 you better just no, no. go with the regular thing brand. here. Yeah, there is a branding. It may be a little different, but we're branding here, buddy. Because uh, I like the idea of a Donna Troy, who's not the original Superwoman, being called Superior, because she is different. Like, the way... That we're not calling, like, you know, John Stewart really powering. He's the Emerald Knight. And then you just, I mean, if really, if everybody hated this and you have all these things going on, somehow they kind of can bring back the original crime syndicate in some wacky way. And no, then they just go that. and if slaughter you, them. The thing is, you don't even have to do that. You do some weird, crazy shit where you actually do what I wanted them to do before Scott Snyder said they're one and the same. But bring the anti-matter. Yeah, yeah. Crimes that yeah, get you out could do that. Have them wreck house. I'm just saying, get the regular wreck house. You're back, and even though you could end up where you could even play the idea with the with the anti deal and and all with the idea that it does heal itself the, and this is wrong and that ends you, up making you do them that come out because the biggest problem that Grant Morrison created when he did the anti matter, you know, like crime syndicate, is that when you bring them over to the regular matter universe and vice versa, you can't affect anything yeah, because yeah. you're not of that universe. So everything you try to do here has the opposite effect on your own world. So it actually just screws things up. So you really made them inconsequential when you made them antimatter. So on our world, at least, I'm like, what happens if they go to another Damn world? Right. You're also just making pissed off. And I got, you could play with it. I do think that by the end of this and later on, I'm afraid we're just going to end up like out of nowhere, like, oh, there's Harold Jordan back. Like, what happened here? And they'll just never explain well, it. We'll just go thing, back to like, the deal. Making them the, the counterparts of the like the uh, the current day Justice League and stuff like that. It was always kind of fun. Even like, you know, it made sense. Yeah, yeah, the anti-matter right. versions, because even at that point in the 90s or like early 2000s, I forget when it came out when Grant Morrison did the JLA Earth 2 book or the storyline. But you had a Kyle Rayner power ring in that because he was the current Greenland of that era. Yeah, be cool. Have it. Yeah. Yeah. But John Stewart here. So they, they play that cool. Just add a couple characters and give us a little more description and what's going on with that. And I'd be in, but he's kind of playing like, like I said, the surface level deal of using the concept as the cool thing, but never expanding upon it to make it actually stick and make us care about it. And it's not as cool as the regular. And that, that's a real that that's a huge problem. I mean, that really, really is the big problem of it. I'm gonna go six five like and the you. Problem, another problem is too when you don't have Jason Fabok doing the amazing art on them, yeah. you know, it kinda feels less than we had previously. And yeah, as well. you're you're talking about uh back with the uh Jeff Johns is like Jeff Justice Johns League when did, they were in there and yeah, stuff with like the that. Justice League stuff and things like that, which was cool and boy, got vicious. Vicious. So Johnny Quick, you, oh my god. You nobody up, talks about it as one of these great stories, but Forever Evil, Forever Evil Captain Cold is the That's good the best. Guy, That's all I think of. Johnny Quick's leg and shatters it so he can't move anymore. I'm like, 
You were so badass, and, letter snart. And with that, we, back in the day, if you listen to podcasts or even, or you can kind of tune into us when we didn't have a podcast, but we talked. I don't know if people can tune into that, Eric, but I don't know. we used to sit there. We even had psychics. We had that idea of like a Space Jam type thing where we were going to see all of the D-list. Like they're the ones who had to step up like a Captain Cold. Who's not D-list? He's better. But we wanted to have that where the crime syndicate has to take on all of these lower you know heroes and things and yeah. villains actually well, that's more the, thing, of the lower villains that evil, the up. justice league were taken yeah, out they, they were, were gone. thrown into the firestorm matrix as a prison and so like you know the the crime syndicate and the uh, outsider who put together the secret society of supervillains they were taking over the world so you could actually use that time during forever evil with the rest of the books to elevate the rest of the oh, we wanted those. characters yeah we wanted and make so them bad. the protectors what like while the the a-listers are gone but seriously till the day i die in a month and a half the day i die a month and a half eric i'm gonna always if i see johnny quick i giggle to myself I'm like, captain cold wrecked your shit man, man captain cold really had a leg up oh, on you my- God, he yelled freeze, he did, Eric. I mean, it was great. He stopped them frozen in his tracks. I, just stopped them cold, Jim. Just the idea. Yeah, that would have worked better. <laughs> just the idea of how he took Oh, so good. So And vicious. it wasn't even like he froze him. He tricked him to use his own freeze gun against him when he, he didn't know how to fire it. So it worked against him when he tried to fire it on Captain Cold. It, look. If you haven't read Forever Evil for whatever reason, go back and read Remember it. It's a when, fun, when those, dark series. When those frozen legs, like, and it was like raw meat, and they see they're frozen. It was so disgusting. It was the best. Ah, but we're going to go on to the last issue of the night. Another another book that I thought the first issue, me and you, were one of the more positive people talking about. A lot of people had problems with it, and we actually enjoyed it, especially with its tie-in with A-Day and things like that. And that does oh, continue. Yeah. I just thought it took a little step backwards as well, but not so. I think that the story kind of progressed in a way that you kind of had to have this, but I just I wasn't as excited for this issue as I was that first. But what did you have to well, say? The thing about? is with that, there's a lot of the same formula for that first issue yeah. in this, as well as just bringing in Maybe Superboy. Maybe that's what it is. The same thing. It's a lot of like, you know, doing the same thing. But thankfully, it's not too, like, you haven't been doing it too long. And I liked what we did the first time. So it wasn't yeah, too bad. Yeah, I really like yeah, the first time, but it down. does feel a step down as well. I'm saying this is where I was saying at the beginning. I, I didn't really mean the book sucked. I just... They didn't have that like zip to them that we had the first issue, and then we ended the up having zip. the zip. And the, I mean, really, <laughs> you're, you're going bang. down the power, the bang, the lightning. It did, just didn't have that in this, and this is another one. But I'm still enjoying this. I, I am. But give us the blur. Suicide Squad number two, written by Robbie Thompson with art by Eduardo Pansica, Julio Ferreira, Marcelo Maiello, and Wes Abbott. Peacemaker needs to make it out of Arkham Asylum with Wayne Cobb, the talent, but with A-Day going on around him, it doesn't look like he's going to make it out alive, Jim. No! Thankfully, this looks like a job for Superboy, who shows up with a new Suicide Squad to complete the mission, and while having Connor on this team still feels weird, this issue, while continuing the fight out of Arkham formula we saw in the last issue, stands out on its own for how it shows us the worrisome dynamic between Peacemaker and Superboy and how they'll interact going forward. Yes. Did you write that weird? You had a weird, like you were trying to figure out what you wrote. Uh, I lost my place. (laughs) But yeah, you end up where, okay, everybody knows that Peacemaker, this is going to be a thing, push the movie, the John Cena stuff. I don't mind Peacemaker in this. I actually, it's not a character. I really don't care. And I don't care anything about Peacemaker. What I do like here, though, is also, like you said, he is just about crazy enough to do this, but it's also where you see what he is involved with and that he isn't just there. He has a M.O. And if the missions and stuff do not go with that, he's pissed because he thinks he's been lied to. And I like that. I like when 
you end up having Connor show up because Connor shows up and we don't know why, what, or, you know, anything. People are like, what is going to happen when Bart finds it? Well, we don't know that yet. Her Tim or know. Superman or what all this other thing is. We were actually breaking this down a little bit in the Slack chat last night because John Wayne's very upset that Connor is being treated this way and being put on the you but know, suicide squad. I don't think squad. he is treated that way in the way that the character actually wants like, to be I mean, good. Like, he means DC Comics putting like, you know, a premiere character like this, somebody that we all like a lot of us grew up with. Like, this is oh, one yeah. of my favorite members. Well, of again, the Superman I even family. said I, I jumped in for a second. But if you remember, they were going to put Wally on the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. And this almost well, feels like worked. the Actually, next I, bit. After Forever Evil, I had the idea where I was, you know, just d- doing fan fiction for myself. What were you going to get out of that where I wanted Black Lightning to be put into this whole thing? Because, you know, with the heroes failing everybody around them and the superheroes, like him being like, you know, falsely accused of something and being put on this against his will i thought that'd be a cool way to elevate black lightning's character because he wasn't doing much at that point and throw him in there having superboys along the same lines like i said in the last episode when we we're talking about issue one superboy has worked with the suicide squad before but in the slack chat breaking it down like why could this be like not like tim drake's weird but what happens when superman finds out why does nobody know him like maybe with the infinite frontier that we this have here, I, yeah. where writers maybe are working with each other I about hope. what they have going forward where maybe this is why we saw superman like amanda waller in the superman book working on things with the breach technology from star Labs to see what can hurt superman because she knows that she might have the man of steel bearing down on him on her yeah when he be. discovers what's going on with connor that right would now be cool now also you get the things like it would be like if, if roy was on the deal now obviously roy was dead so it's a little different with connor and things like that but we did end up having death metal and then we end up having a reset Omniverse open timeline. I wish that we did know more, but who knows what that means to what everybody remembers or what they're doing and with again, this. again, it really did feel like the death metal that everybody remembers everything. That's why I thought that weird thing where, like, you know, Sergeant Rock's talking about, and then they had a party and Superman did a speech. I'm like, everybody in the world is going to have the worst PTSD from living through they the death metal verse. They will. Now, remember, that party was in Sergeant Rock's mind. I have to keep saying this every Oh, that was when the Batman was on the base like the jeans. I still think it worked. I he still think saying, because I wish Scott I was Snyder there. was what happened. Yeah, oh, I know. He was trying to have fun with it. And it, was, it was very cringy. But the idea, though, a lot of these things going Superman's on. singing. When Black Canary's right there, I'm like, where do you get off, Man of Steel? you know, really. It'd be like if, if I went to a karaoke with Bono. Do I want his ass up there, Eric? I've yes, heard him sing. I want him more than you. What do you want a free concert then? I, I, I do. I'd be there. I'm like, you know, it'd be like going to a karaoke contest. And you're up there, and then I get up there. Eric, I'm going to kill you. It's not fair. No, if I end up on there, oh, I'm going to go. It's like those assholes when they're like, oh, you know Charlie Chaplin, which is not true. He went and true. he ended up a truck. Why the fuck would he do that? Why are you an asshole and ruining somebody it's else's? Funny. He's ruining somebody else's fun. Some but assholes there, just there. No, he lost. They say in it's this all hypothetical a lie. fucking lie that we're talking about. And you about. still keep seeing these stories where you end up having some, you know, big singer Adele. She's there at a karaoke and she loses at the Adele karaoke contest. Seriously, Adele, stay at home. You don't have to freaking ruin somebody. This has nothing to do with suicide. Somebody else sits there and says like, "Hey, I'm no, no." But I'm saying though. It doesn't make any sense with what I, I just got triggered, Eric. I'm sorry. <laughs> but with this, I don't know per se, as I used to say as a goth kid or vampire, yeah. uh, that anybody is really knowing where a lot of people are. Because these characters, they do go off sometimes on their own. And I think that with two issues, you could still go with that play of, hey, I wonder where Connor is. Well, you know, well, not only that, but Young Justice as a whole, Teen Lantern's going off to do her own thing. Like, it seemed like most of that team was disbanding by the end because they had their own stuff to do. But Tim Drake 
with the idea that everything matters and we're opening things up where they remember what's going on before because we have a Connor Kent here from the pre-Flashpoint universe with all of those memories as well. Tim Drake, when Connor died back in Infinite Crisis, was willing to try to do all this stuff to clone his best friend, to bring him back from the dead. And now he's just going to be like left on my, I wonder what Connor is. He's not answering his phone lately. Well, oh, there well. you have that with the idea too, though, that if they are working together, if you want to, you know. Con- okay, well, it's this an inside is, job. We're this is deep something, this. And this is something that, you know, we love to think that we could hope that they're doing this. But what's Tim Drake been doing this month and a half that we've had back? With the infinite frontier We don't know Stephanie Brown, that's what he's been doing You know, maybe, but behind the scenes We haven't really seen him So the idea that we're seeing Connor front and center on the Suicide Squad Saying, oh my god, what would Tim Drake do? We don't know He may be trying to find him He may be looking into it You're going to see his Wally West inside his body Yeah, really, he's in his body I mean, so you saw (laughs) But like I said, you're not really seeing them and knowing sure. what is going on anyway. Any stuff going no, on right now. so what do we know is happening? What do we think is happening? And with that in the book itself, they're not going full out. Like you could play a lot of things with Connor. Like he doesn't remember who he is. He thinks he's bad. They've done something. Amanda, Wall- but no, no, this is Connor who wants to, uh, if I'm going to be here, I'm going to save people. You're not going to stop me from doing Which that. Is if so I'm out. weird just from what we had before, because he's chained up with kryptonite chains, essentially before. Draining him down, but like I think it was Kryptonite Chain. Yeah, you would think it was. They were weird about it. But the idea, though, that he's chained up and in prison because he's an abomination, a clone. He doesn't have the rights as everybody else. Maybe that's what she's playing with. But we're not really playing that. So even when you you know bring Superboy Connor Kent in, make him the team leader as the backup of the Suicide Squad to make sure the Peacemaker can achieve his mission and get William Cobb Talon out of Arkham Asylum alive. The idea that he's going with this with his ragtag group of freaking villains. Feels weird, so I want to assume. I mean, this, yeah. it, it never even crossed my mind the idea. Maybe it did. I'm that that, he's a clone of a there, clone, right? That, this That's is undercover work. Might be. It might he be allowed overco- himself to be covered to try to take well, this down. We find young out justice operative. Maybe Amanda right. Waller made her own Connor. Maybe maybe he's a clone of a clone of a clone down the line. Well, he uh, is you know, wearing his late 2000s shirt, saying, like you know, or maybe of when we 2000s shirt that we had in the freaking like you were saying, maybe with the breach things like that, but also with Amanda Waller, and also the idea where a lot of people are. Going with this man if if tim saw connor but that's the thing the suicide squad you have to play with the idea that when amanda waller sends them out she keeps everything off the books even when they're out yes that's when you get things like batman sees something it goes but it's not always fully out in the open things are able to be scrubbed away and things like that but maybe there's a thing where like you said at one point Maybe that Black Adam coming back, maybe there'll be more than one. But maybe there is, you know, more than one Connor. Maybe we have some things with the idea of even going back to the end of that whole, you know, stuff with Bendis, with them jumping between worlds and things like that. And maybe she has grabbed another Connor when they opened up. I don't know. But with that, we haven't seen the reaction or non-reaction of these other characters yet for me to get upset about it. I'm telling you, we don't know how long Connor's been captured. It's been freaking two comics so far, which has been the course of an hour, essentially. So we don't know how long this has been going on. I know that he has to do what he's doing because he's got a kryptonite bomb in his head. Yeah, yeah. And But the play of these sort of things, when you end up getting upset, the play sometimes, and you know, hopefully it is the idea that they're duping you. you he, they want to get this reaction to then show where all of a sudden the real Connor shows up or another Connor to stop things. Now, or if whatnot. that's the case, if you want to do the whole weird thing where the Omniverse is rebooted, it's a new thing that we've never seen before. Everything because matters, he, is, Eric, I hear. he existed originally from another universe that was then rebooted and then was in Gem World and a magical world that was then brought out where nobody remembered him until they did. 
It's all very convoluted, but let's say that like because when the universe rebooted, he was already there, but they already rebooted. Like, like all of us, he wasn't supposed be to be, then it but rebooted. If you talk about stuff like that, then you got to bring up John Kent for the idea that he's the biggest problem going forward. because but- he was born in one universe, like, you know, or like raised in another one before that. We're both gone now. Yeah. Isn't it like a, but remember, a, they did kind of bring that up in the, the Infinite Frontier, number yeah. zero, about, boy, look, he shouldn't be here. He is an anomaly that was born outside of all this. He's going to be big trouble. So they already kind of set that up in, in a way, but we'll see. We'll see. But Amanda Waller, when you get Amanda Waller involved, with things like this, like all bets are off. Like you said, breaches, clones, this, that, you know, grabbing. They always are able to say, oh, well, she did that and and go with it. But at least, like I said, at least Connor in this is trying to do some good while he is, you know, also involved in being on the Suicide Squad. I do um, love this whole thing, though, because you have A-Day going on. Peacemaker and William Cobb are trying to fight their way out between guards, freaking, you know, inmates joker eyes trying to stay away from the gas before they get you know got this whole thing yeah, so you superboy and the rest of this new suicide squad that come in to try to save the day and stuff like that with um try to get to where that is what their names are but it's nocturna mind oh, yeah yeah colebra and exit who can open up you know portals it's very mm-hmm. it, it's very what you need for the job honestly it like, it's get very in much get out need because... for the job don't get that excited about them they have two names when you yeah, look yeah. at the names you're like that guy's fine yeah <laughs> he's not but, uh, clever stayed alive it's kind of, it, it fucking shocked me but this whole idea though we have this going on because on top of this mission where things are going through bar completely you have to make sure that you get a body double in where freaking, you know, uh, William Cobb was because Batman's on his way. Batman is actually there and they have to do all of this stuff without him finding out the Suicide Squad is involved and hopefully not discovering that William Cobb's body, where they, it's a dead body they're trying to replace her now, is actually William Cobb. We need to make sure that Batman doesn't know what the fuck's going on right now. So, like, you add a lot of attention to the book on top of A-Day, making sure that the Suicide Squad's mission comes out on top and also Batman being there. We can't let him find out, which by the end. With, you know, exits breaching, stuff like that, opening portals, and him, like, Batman seeing a flash of light out of William Cobb's cell. I'm like, he knows some he knows, shit's going yeah. on. And that could be the start of Connor and, and stuff. But also, it does, when you want to get people involved with other writers and things like that, that's pretty much a scene out of Infinite Frontier Zero. When Batman yeah. showed up and was like, I got to get in there. There's still some people oh, alive. I'm telling you, it really feels like a great connected universe. I'm really digging yeah, that's what, what they're I doing like currently with Infinite Frontier because things feel more cohesive than they even did in Rebirth because Rebirth. It's a kiss and a promise. Things to be better. It never ultimately felt that way as we progressed in this. Like you said, things were going to be better. You never showed me right off the bat, though. You're you know realizing what you did wrong previously. You are showing me a more connected universe, which allows me to take that knowledge and hope that things, because they are as connected right now, will make sense with other books. And why we're seeing Amanda Waller with Star Labs and Breach technology with Superman, which doesn't make any sense, will make sense down the line for what we're dealing with in this book. Yeah, and. Yeah, we love writers that, you know, they tell their stories, They're but when they connect together and make sure that everybody's on the same page and things like that, it just elevates everything. It really does. And this is not just, this it is what I It makes it the say. DC universe, not yes, the DC freaking, again, you know, miniseries. To me, that's, yeah, it's continuity, but to me, it's, it's synergy Story as well. And that's why I say exactly. I, I like to have that synergy between books so that you don't necessarily have to read out of this, go off to read, you know, say a Superman, but... If you are reading hurt. them all, it makes it that much better. It actually re- rewards you for reading all these Ooh, books together. I like and I like rewards, too. And I really hope that if uh, Calabra ends up 
going on. She really looks like she could be a fury. Alejandra Cortez. Yeah, she looks like she might be like a fury. She looks like she could join up with them. She looks really cool, even with that armor stuff. Her attempts at humor create useless distractions. I like these little write ups they have for like Superboy's team when he comes in his back. Even like Mind Warp, like Mind Warp's dead now, which is like bold. I'm like. Look, if you want to create some characters like Calebra or Exit to kill off, don't yeah, kill yeah. off all my Z-list villains that I yeah, like yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I like the idea. They're like, well, we kind of could make money off of these others. So we'll keep At least, yeah, this is the thing is, we're doing the Tom Taylor approach where it's like, okay, we killed off the entire Suicide Squad for the most part. It is issue like number that. one. We brought in another Suicide Squad. We killed them. Like, give me at least six issues. Kill them off at the end of that one, maybe. But just give me time to care about who's on the team. So it is a shock. Just don't do it left and right like this. Yeah, I, I like Calabra. I like how she ends up, you know, going in. I wish her jokes were a little better, but I'm saying worse. Like, they kind of end up not as hard. Like, yeah, yeah, they, she they ends don't up, hit as strong. Yeah, they're not as strong as what I would like. Like, I would like her to be, like, really, like, weird over the top like dirty jokes right there that's what i like but in the way that she's like you know what that reminds me of when i saw beep 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 almost like buster in the no, no, uh no. oh no, i think no, it would be the greatest no, no. what she awesome. wants is her just to say that's what she said over and over again yes <laughs> that's what he said <laughs> but no this idea of having nocturna in here who we haven't seen since the batwoman book the first iteration of the batwoman book where some people might try to say that you know she raped kate kane but that's not the case by the end of the whole thing of that arc because they fixed that but Nocturna, a.k.a. Natalia Metternich, some kind of low-rent vampire, no regard for human life, perfect for this mission. I'm like, good, Nocturna's here. Because I'm sitting here, I'm like, all right, it's the Omniverse. Is this the Nocturna who just liked to bathe in moonlight from the 80s when she first showed up? Or is are you, the vampire? My ears are, vampire. My okay. ears are burning. Are you talking about me? I like yeah. to bathe in moonlight. But yeah, I, I like that it's spelled out, and she ends up you know, playing it up here. But again, you have Superboy there trying to do good, trying to make sure, but even Making have sure some of have an asylum full of people that all he wants to do is save them, that Amanda Waller has to activate a part of his, you know, electrocute him to the point of passing out where Clever just has to pick him up and throw him through the, like the wormhole that executed because Superboy was Superboy. He's like, I can't leave these people here to die. Well, go to sleep then. Get back here. You, you went off mission. This is not what we're doing. And this is going to set up the whole thing because Peacemaker, who is the team leader, he is all about the mission. Like, I don't care who, how many people have to die in order for the, what has to get done, get done. This is the thing. Superboy is going to come into conflict with this because, look, I don't care what the mission is. I'm going to save people right there. Going to butt heads nonstop. I'm like, ooh, drama. Yeah. Exit at one point ended up in my mind looking a little like Hulk Hogan for some reason. And some of the, some of the art went a little wonky, but I like it overall. But what I do like a lot, Calabra, when they go and put that dupe body in the bed, of William Cobb talent. I like when first yeah. she's coming up like, oh yeah, th- this this is great, this room. Because it just has who written up. Like, yeah, we're going <laughs> to really be great forced to live with this normal human being. But I'm telling you, this is so weird and I don't even know what's supposed to be the play. She lays down that dead body so gently. Eric, it's like you're actually seeing that Kiss she it is. It's like she actually, you're sh- showing sleep, that she is prince. actually a good person. Yeah. You know, just kind of gotten involved in look, some wacky stuff like, or whatnot you know, but look at her putting like, it down there i'm like really like gently i feel she just fell into the wrong crowd that's what i think so her power and I she like so. you know was arrested and because of she was technically a medic villain but i think she was just you know and i like the idea the like people i think that as well and that's what i want more of in this if we go on and the characters that remain because again i don't need to have as much as, okay, we get it. You, you're going to kill off some people. This is, again, like a Tom Taylor thing. But what we did like is like the airy and Wink, that combination of characters and how they got yeah. along. And you, you didn't get a deep dive in all the ones with Tom Taylor, which I wish we did. But Deadly I want to have 
this where Thylacine. you do end up seeing like I mean Nocturna, you're gonna find out that she's a real piece. Like she ends oh, up yeah. she's bad. Bad to she the bone. She don't bump. give a shit about nobody. She is yeah. So I wouldn't she mind drink wine. Bad to the bone, Erica. But I'd like a little more and I think that's collaborate with the idea of she plays off like a she-Hulk version of Roundhouse in my mind with the dialogue and things like that. Well, even when the whole thing, Amanda Waller has a, like a cocktail and a needle set up like, no thanks, I quit. I'm like, this is not the time for your jokes, Calabra. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't honestly think that she was a drug addict. I think she is making one of her terrible jokes. But the idea like, all right, this is what we're going to get going for. But the thing is, there's something about you, Clebra, that I, I I don't hate you at no, all. No, I don't. I kind of want to see more I'm of telling you. you, at the beginning of Even the whole Team Titans. Oh, great. I got it. Uma, Uma Thurman, Thurman. Superboy. That's great. I'm like, yes. I, I'm, I'm in. And this is how there was, if you remember, we hated Roundhouse so much. We hated his guts and everybody else. And then he all of a sudden. stole the night and my heart. All of a sudden, he stole our heart. And we loved him then when he ended up supposedly sacrificing himself, going up and blowing up. And then it's just his jokes and the side things. And I'm already getting that vibe from her. And I think, I, no thanks, I quit. It is funny. Like, I don't, I, like you said, I don't think, I think that's just a joke of that. Well, that's the and, thing is, because, you know, he had that kryptonite still going through his thing. The, the cocktail that Amanda Waller had in the needle that she Uma Thurmanson was to make sure it cleared out of system so Superboy doesn't die. But when this goes through, Peacemaker's so pissed. Oh, like, he's so pissed. Is that stuff still in his like, system? Oh, yeah. And then knocks right. Superboy out with a punch to the thing. And you have Free Clever right there. We love these team building exercises <laughs> you got going on here, boss. <laughs> Super inspiring. She's really good. She better not die. <laughs> she's My score's going up each time we start talking about it because Throughout this whole deal, I realized, like, I'm not hating this. Like I said, I don't think it's this last. It's funny. This issue, a little more laughs for me now. But the first issue really set up a lot of cool things with the A-Day stuff and how they went. Even you saying. Even getting Rick Flagg out of the picture. Yeah, Rick Flagg. Was the A-Day a lot of them killing people and not necessarily, like, all that stuff (sighs) going. I have so many questions about A-Day. so in this, though, I do even like that idea because this is, you're not going to get a lot of times to punch Connor. In the face and have him not really be able, or at least feel it. I don't even and know. Knock him and, out. And yeah, I don't even think that it's like, oh, he's not strong enough to fight me back. I think that he wants to have an effect here. And really, Peacemaker's deal is you have to listen when we're out there. We And he's like, I have to say, people. Well, that's the thing. Two he people died on our team, asshole. What? Punch him in the face, knocked him out, and then Peacemaker's just standing over him and says, follow orders, <laughs> yeah. pointing at his freaking unconscious body. I'm like, Ooh, we peacemaker. <laughs> Nobody's listening. He's out. But I like that deal, though. And that line I thought was great. I have to save people if I'm out there. You're not going to stop me. Two of your teammates died. Team means something here. And I think that the idea of the play is, you know, team means something because if it doesn't, we're all dead. I mean, you might be Superboy and you may have a benefit that some of these others don't. You're going to get us killed and we don't want to die. So you listen. And I'm the leader, not you. You listen to me. And even with that, well, we saved your ass. And it's uh, like that. And he gets to pop him one. But like I said, then you said, actually, Calabra is like, oh, my God. <laughs> She's just sitting well, there. And even then. Such, boss. Just, Real inspiring. Lo- just look at her there, too. She's she's holding Superboy very lovingly. I tell you, she's got a gentle soul. She's a gem. And I want to know more about her. I want to know. And I do think that you're right. I think that it's the play that she ended up not fitting in. She had to get in the wrong crowd and she just ends up being, you know, the strong. I'm sure that the the play would be that she was the 
you know, the muscle for some gang or something like that. But she was never really into that, but ended up getting caught up because yeah. of the deal. But or, at like, the end, even on top of that, the, the ending that we have here where like, you know, Amanda Waller is trying to build the perfect suicide squad. Cause like we talked about, and she said in the first issue, she is tired of losing. That's what She's she tired said, of Eric, being See, surrounded works. by losers. So the idea where she's building the perfect suicide squad, starting with Superboy and Peacemaker as these people on the team, they're too slow. The team is just too slow for what she wants to do. So the idea that they're going to go after this character, Bolt, who is in Teen Titans Academy right now, the suicide squad with Superboy and Peacemaker going and infiltrating Teen Titans Academy and getting Bolt on their side. I'm like, this is exciting. Yeah, it is. I wish that we're too slow down low. Well, I think she said that, but you like that. <laughs> no, I would not. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, but yeah, you end up seeing Bolt, and that sets up assault on Who is the, Titans Like, if Academy. you don't remember, she was the speedster on the Justice Squad in the future state of the, like, you know, Suicide Squad, who talked about in that, I started out a Teen Titan, now I became a bad guy or something, or a bad guy, then Teen Titan onto the Justice Squad of Earth 3. Yeah, we like, got so, we're seeing the progression. Pretty quickly, so, but we're seeing the progression. We get so much of that in that Justice League. But we end up here where if you are looking to possibly get Connor out and about, and in the, I mean, they're going to Titans Academy. I mean, this might be where somebody sees things and starts oh my God, to this, figure out. I'm telling you, I can't wait for that next issue. Just if, there like, you go. If, the way I'm picturing it. I don't know if that's how we're going to do it. If they just take Bolt hey, off the street I'm or whatever it is. That or they'll be like, hey, Superboy, you stay, you stay this one out because I, just, I want to see what goes on with that. Oh, too. yeah. I, I'm telling you, you don't want to have Superboy that happen show because up he knows there? too many people there. Yeah. But even the idea him. of the of if, let's take Superboy out of the equation, just the idea of the Suicide Squad infiltrating Titan's Tower. I'm like, yes, I want to see that. Well, what happened if you go and you end up having, you know, a Dick Grace and a start like all these characters even say an impulse or and they end up having this happen and they go, I don't know what's going on, but there was some guy with a, a Superman shirt on that I don't recognize. And then you're like, oh, my God, what did the Omniverse do? Or like there's a couple well, things that, that I wouldn't even happening. count the Omniverse because what you got in freaking Gotham Academy or Teen Titans Academy right now with the the Bat Pack where you have a bunch of freaking low rent Batmans from Gotham like Chupacabra freaking uh, and even Girl and stuff like that. I'm like. I just imagine it's another kid who wants to do a Superman thing, like they want to do a well, Batman thing. Well, I'm saying thing. if like his best friends don't even recognize him, and they're like, you oh, know, saying weird. something like, "But it could be something the everything well, matters." Thing, it's not Let's exactly see. best friends because the Teen Titans or the Titans, they weren't really with Superboy, Connor Kent. It was more of the Young Justice crew of that younger generation. Yeah, we'll have to who see who aren't there. Yeah, we'll have to see uh, how it is going on and things like that. But they would know of him, maybe, or we'll oh, see yeah, they should what's totally going know on. Of him. But if they don't, uh, or they end up where they give him a fake mustache, Eric, and he goes in Obviously. and he's like, "I'm not a Superboy." Is what he says fake as he goes on. A big old cowboy hat. Hey. Hey there, it's big Texas Connor. You're coming out. Root toot. Big, big, boom. Hey, yeah. And then you have uh, Kuba. That's what he said. And then we laugh, Eric. But yeah, I, I actually talking about this like a lot more than when I was oh, yeah, actually my reading it. Too. Mine is as well. What is your score? Originally, I gave it a 7.5 on the site. was really excited for That's, where we're going with yeah. this whole thing. I'm up to an 8 out of 10 now because of how much fun I had talking Eric, to you I'm and the idea of what we point. had going forward. I was at a 7. And I'm going all the way up to an 8. And it does end up, this is the, the, the weird thing of it. Art's great all the way through. It too. ends up feeling like the feel I'm getting from it is not, and I'm going to say the Teen Titans, but people are going to go, what, that piece of crap book? But at Ooh. one point, at one point, we were enjoying the team and thinking, oh, and then they went back to the Damien, like that nonsense. But it does yeah. give me that, that fun of it. And you're getting that well, also, juxtaposition. Also, you don't know what to expect with these characters that they're putting together. Amanda Waller having a new status quo on how she's reacting to things. Mike, everything, oh, like it should be in this crime syndicate, 
Everything is new and different, and we're building up from the ground up, so anything could happen. And again, do you think that William Cobb will be up to speed for the next issue? Do you think that they'll get him because he goes over to Titans? Titan, he goes over to Titans Tower. There's Dick Grayson. I mean, there's well, again, a lot of crazy is, stuff going on. When we were in Future State Teen Titans, we saw a whole lot of graves. I can't say they were all because of Red X and what happened to the catastrophe that led to the Four Horsemen. I don't know the freaking William Cobb's not killing kids left and right. Killing kids or, you know, Dick Grayson's like, not this again. Holy shit. There's William. Oh, God. And so oh, there's shit, a lot I didn't of, think about yeah, the there's a lot of connections. That was the last time that William Cobb had his memories when he fought yep, Nightwing when he before. Fought Nightwing. So, he, so this might jog his memory when That's he goes what to I'm the, saying. Yeah, when they say, when, when they almost say, like, hey, there's something that will get him up. Like, we got to figure out the thing to trigger back his memories and things like that. I think that that we might have be part all these of these grand this. plans for what we want to see. I know. That's not going to be it. But I. They're, like they're just gonna grab Breed, I mean, a uh, uh, bolt off a freaking ferry or something know, like that. I know, I uh, but I just I think that that seems to be the play with Amanda Connor. Okay, we got to get him there. Yeah, we want to get Bolt. That's Amanda there, Waller. but this is great. Amanda, but this is great. We can end up having him see his great great grandson. This will trigger. He'll be back, and all that stuff would be cool. Uh, and yeah, that's a lot of stuff could that really cool. could be. We'll see. I hope. Uh, but yeah, I'm up to an eight out of ten as well, which leads to our book of the week, which is this. Well, I mean, I this is my book. I'll of tell the you, week. originally it was a tie between the crime syndicate. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, the Suicide Squad and Swamp Thing, but now uh, the Suicide Squad has become elevated above yeah, all the rest. And so. my Who would have thought it, Eric? People are going to be so pissed at that. Uh, but I, I actually Good was. It was mine was going to be Batman, and I actually felt weird because I'm like, I really didn't love that. I, you know, we. But this I really liked, and I had some fun at the end. If you're a Connor fan, I, I'm just begging you, just relax a little. This is just to let's see what's going on. And like I said, this isn't the I'm Connor Ken. I'm gonna blow up everybody and then blow them some more. You know that would be weird. This guy there. Blown? Everybody said, "Damn, uh, is." You have to see what's going on because this is a Connor who isn't saying like I shouldn't be here. He's not Dante for Christ's sakes, right? He's there. I'm gonna help while I'm Stop here. It. Like you said. He could be undercover. Something might have happened. I don't know. He but could we'll be see. a converter. Batman's on the case now. They're going to Titans Tower. There's a lot of things. I don't want him to be a converter because then Kevin Smith will Just say right he's there. loved them all along. Two issues in, we have Batman who knows that something's up with A-Day that we're connected to the Suicide Squad too, and we know that they're going to be going after a Teen Titan going forward. I'm like, we're making some really big leaps and bounds, and we're killing fools left and right, and the action's fools. been nonstop with cool nonstop. characters. Preacher I end up too. And amazing when, art. When the, amazing. I end up going with this like, I actually really pieced me here. I thought, oh, man, this is just going to be something out there just because the movie. But no, it, it's. And it works. This is why Peacemaker's in the movie. Yeah. Because yeah, it works. It does and work. it's fun. It does. I also think it's because it's John Cena. At points, he does look like John you can't Cena see here, right? He can. He, he's got the moves, Eric. Speaking of, we're going to be finished this because it's going to be time for the WrestleMania, Eric. Sure is. Uh, but yeah, I, I, give it a chance. And if you, if you go into this Showcase and you didn't like it first, Go back and and laugh. Have some fun in your heart and laugh because will make you laugh I think collaborate might be the gem of the Get Fresh Crew. Beep, boop. And boop. and I'll tell you, usually me and you can kind of get that feel for these characters that then end up, you know, kind of, you know, going there and being that thing. She better now, or I'll, I'll kill somebody. I will, Eric. It's you. Is what I'm talking about because I don't want to threaten sense. other people. Still think she might be a fury, but or could be. Um, but yeah, that's, well, that's that. the thing is, I think Culebra is a city in Puerto Rico, so I don't think that's the yeah. case. 
Yeah, I'm saying that maybe they come and, and claim her. I would look own. something up with it. Now that I say that, I'm like, I better be right about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it sounds like some space program in the Battlestar Galacticus, if you ask me. I, I don't know her. I'm pretty dumb. Uh, but Quibra is somewhat of an anti-tourist destination, okay. harboring no large hotels or flashy vacation bells. She's coming from nothing, Jim. This is why she needed to get out of there. That's and used why. Her God-given talents, but too bad she just went with the wrong people. Well, who that's used her not even her just the wrong talents. people, but they look at her and they don't see or the, new God. They if she don't see the gem and the heart beyond the muscles. You they know, only you know see crazy? the muscle. I just type in Clever and Google here, and you know how they always have those quick questions and stuff like that to see what the answers are right up there. The first question, is Clebra safe? <laughs> really? Yeah, I think she is, Eric. Clebra is think, in the 24th oh, percentile for safety, meaning 76% of cities are safer than Clebra. Well, here's the deal. They said it's like an anti-tourist destination. No shit. They rob and kill you. I don't need that. Here's what we have for next week. And if you want to listen to all the books, obviously you'll have to go over oh, to that Patreon. Like, you know, she's keeping it real. She's got a hometown pride. Yeah, really. <laughs> she is clever proud. Uh, and with that, I just wanted to mention quick, uh, we ended up, me and my man Michael G, ended up doing a review of the Justice League movie, the Zack Snyder Justice League movie that's over on the Patreon right now. And also each week we do our two book spotlights picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew, which might be called the Collabra crew now since we're so into her, but it's going to die next issue. Two of these books will be... It's not going to last. It's not going to be freaking... It's not going to age well at all. I know it. Two of these books will be on the Patreon this next week. And with that, usually I can point out... I'm usually wrong, but I can still point out. It's a free country, Eric, so shut your mouth. But... (sighs) Usually, I have an idea like, oh, there, there's some there's some things coming out next week. Eric. Things. These things stuff. called books. I'm more of a, a stuff man. I know you like things. I love stuff and things. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Into other things. And the, here's the books, Eric. Batman the Detective, number one. You, you down with the Batman the Detective, number one. That's a Tom Taylor book. Uh, I'm sure that it'll will be, be fine. coming out. I'm not looking forward to it off the bat, though, but I'm sure no. it'll be fine. Look at you. Batman Urban Legends, number two. Oh, another Batman book. Ooh, I am yeah. really looking forward to that one, though. They don't have a lot of Batman books over here. Uh, then we have Superman. We have a Batman section next week. Yes, here we go. Batman, or will we, Eric? Maybe. Because of the page of Superman, number 30. Right? Yeah. Got that. Then you got the Joker, number two. Oh, a Joker, right. huh? The Joker. That's like I have another Batman book. Batman's that. That's a Jim Gordon book, Eric. Please. Or you have is a it a matches? and two Batman books yeah, next week. Wonder Woman 771 we have coming out as well. And then we have a weird deal because I do believe that Chip Sadarsky Justice League That's book only chapter is one, coming out. And it's, yeah, it's a it's not a print book. It's only the digital. So we'll probably end up waiting for that to come out print-wise. I don't know. It's digital. Ten you pages, know. still a buck ninety-nine. Yeah, I know. It's weird, isn't it? And I ended up where people were talking. Because I thought I that was a, a new book coming out, and I just didn't realize I thought it, it was, was a print digital. book. I thought I it was a print book the whole time, and people were asking me, hey, you guys are coming out. I'm like, well, why wouldn't we? It's it's coming yeah, out. And then I'm like, I'd count on it. Oh, it's digital. Is it? And yeah, it's not, it's it's expensive for 10 pages. Isn't it weird, see. too, that for how DC never promotes any of the digital stuff, that this one gets a pass and is like here on the front page of the DC website? Yeah, it's weird. I, maybe Chips they learned. Maybe they learned. I mean, they should. These things should get as much play. And it's weird. I know that they kind of maybe go with the idea, well, well, we'll end up pushing it more when it comes out print, but they don't do that either. Yeah, it gets on the thing, but you never see review copies. You never see any reviews at all for these things. And I, I wish that they would push it more like they seem to be doing here. But 
Seems like it'll be cool. I love Chip Zdarsky, but we'll probably end up. It's just the idea of going through. It's just ten pages. pages. Yeah, Yeah, that's tough. So we will probably. We could make that go out to a half an hour, but I don't want to. No, we could really do. I could just start yelling about stuff, Eric, and that'll extend it. So next week, though, three Batman books, essentially. A Superman and a Wonder Woman. And Rorschach number seven. But we no, haven't no, been no, reading that. That's not one. American Vampire and Sweet Tooth to Return. Any of these, Eric? Am I, am I getting to you? No. No, we'll, we'll, we'll be doing that. So two of those will be over the Patreon. You can end up listening to that by going to Patreon.com. of Tom King stuff for King's Corner the yes, other week. Yeah, that, that was that was actually a Patreon only. That's something oh, that's to right. bring up as well. That on our Patreon only show, we ended up talking about both Strange Adventures Strange and Adventures Bat-Cat. Bat-Cat. We got back enough. to the old days, the King's Corner. I, I, we painted ourselves into that corner. I wanted to get the hell out of there. And really, I just walk over the paint. I'm not, I don't care. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we weren't digging those. I ended up getting an email, uh, where, uh, Patreon, uh, like, did you guys talk about that? I'm like, yeah, you yeah, know, we did. <laughs> I'm like, I, I always worry because when people do end up saying like, Hey, did you talk about Bad Cat? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. We yeah, did we thinking they're like real fit, but we were okay with that. We just have little issues. Strange adventures. Holy moly. That book. I don't know what either book is really doing in the long run. They want to tell several stories but not really come to a conclusion in either of them. I agree. But you could go and hear our full deal with that on the Patreon. only show that it's up there on Patreon. All that stuff going picks. on. as Picks, picks, and a bunch of other things <laughs> as well. We have shows almost every day, things going on, even including the manga stuff that we I'm do and the Marvel. For, I'm just going to start calling Strange Adventures, Adventures Channel 11. Channel 11. Picks, picks, picks. That's all it is. Picks. What are they? I don't know. Picks, picks. Oh, man. I didn't win with Astro Blaster? This sucks, Eric. <laughs> Nobody knows who we're talking about. Pete from NYC is like, if, if oh, my God. New York area, they do. Or the Philadelphia area. We got Channel 11 when I grew up as well. So, WPIX. Yeah, I always wanted to be involved. I watched for the picks, and I watched the Yankees games on Channel 11 that we had. But, yeah, that was that, Eric. That's a little local talk, right? It's bad for the bone, Eric. It's it really local me. talk to not our local. No, no. But that's why, as we grew up, I always heard that, oh, Philadelphia always is envious of New York. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I like their, their stuff. But that's it, Eric. That is it. That's it. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to all of this nonsense. And, you know, tune in. We'll be back next week. Go to the Patreon, please. Tune check in that as we out. tune out. Yeah, really, we do. And what do we say at the end, Eric? Everybody have a great week. We keep it weird. Weird. And we'll see you in seven. We will see you in a seven. Blocked and reported. Closing time That's it for the podcast So I guess it's time to go home Closing time Heard the party's over, so turn off your iPod or phone. Closing time, nine hours you just wasted. Now it's time to get back to work. Closing time, pretend you're still listening, cause your co worker's a fucking jerk. Eric's got to go play with his toys Eric's got to go play with his toys Eric's got to go play with his toys
go play with this toy, make with this toy.